Welcome to the WWE Podcast Mailbag Show. It is Thursday, May 5th, 2022. We've got a lot of emails to get to and several voicemails. So as the WrestleMania Backlash live event creeps closer and closer for this Sunday, May 8th, we've got a lot to discuss. You guys have some predictions, some thoughts, and your rivalries continue. So uh, a lot of heels on this show. You guys are you guys are turning on me here. So we're going to get to all that and much more right after a word from our sponsors. So in today's crazy world, you need to be ready to defend yourself. I mean, that's just the reality of things. People are getting assaulted on the street, robbed, home invasions. So with all this spike in crime, what better way to spend your time than investing in yourself, in your safety, in your, in your family's safety? That's why I'm recommending Impact Defense. ImpactDefense.online is an opportunity for you to learn how to defend yourself in multiple situations. They have a podcast, by the way, that is done weekly, and you can check it out. Uh, It's it's on impactdefense.online. They have training that's in person. They have online courses. You can host an event and a lot more. But this is run by Brian, and he has over 20 years in the martial arts and self-defense industry. He's a certified combatives instructor. He's certified in defensive firearms. And he has a black belt in multiple styles of martial arts. He's also joined by two ladies, Jada and Kylie. Both of them are black belts in martial arts and certified firearm instructors as well. Again, their show, their podcast releases every single Monday, a brand new episode. You can check out impactdefense.online for much more information. But guys... I can't stress enough right now. There is nothing more important than your safety. I don't know about you, but when I'm lying in bed and I hear a creak in the house, you always wonder. It's either a ghost (laughs) or you're thinking, oh, my God, somebody broke in. Right. And imagine the helplessness that you could feel in that moment. But let them help you overcome that fear. Let them help you protect you and your family. Go to impactdefense.online today. Have you ever wanted to turn your yard into a food forest and create a system of self-reliance that's easy and enjoyable? Well, now you can. Welcome to Food Forest Abundance. They're a community of passionate, freedom-loving people, and their mission is to build a free, healthy, abundant society for generations to come. Their vision is to install every community and every yard around the world with this food forest. Their focus is on a decentralized food supply but setting up permaculture food forests on underutilized lawn space around the world. And that's just the start. They offer food forest landscape design blueprints, installation of blueprints by trained professionals, ongoing maintenance to food forests, etc. And they are recruiting suppliers to grow new fruit trees, installers to install blueprints, designers to design blueprints, and much more. So if you want to have the peace of mind of having food security right outside your door or to help empower others as they work to turn the earth into a Garden of Eden, then they welcome you. They actually have an upcoming docu-series called Land of Plenty with former producer of Crocodile Hunter Steve Irwin and Adrian Grainer of HBO's hit series Entourage. So where do you find them, right? What's their website? Well, the website is foodforestabundance.com. That's foodforestabundance.com. And use coupon code FOOD22. And that right there will get you off the purchase of a food forest blueprint or installation. Again, that promo code is FOOD22. That coupon code FOOD22. 
22 and you get yourself 5% off guys with food prices skyrocketing how cool would it be to have just your own forest of food outside you don't have to go to the grocery store you save yourself money and it's a lot healthier for you so check it out guys foodforestabundance.com use the coupon code food 22 and save 5% trust me you'll be glad you did this is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre and you're listening to the WWE podcast One that everybody wants, me. Welcome to the WWE Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining me here on this Thursday, May 5th, 2021. I do appreciate everybody on here for taking the time to listen to us and we've got we got a lot to get to and it's one of my favorite mailbag shows of the month mr and mrs casual wrestling fan are back they're back and they're going to be reviewing and answering your your emails i'll be taking care of the voicemail so we're not going to waste any time um but first if you guys haven't joined us before and you want to get ad free experience and ad free experience you can do that on patreon you can do that on Apple Podcasts. There's a subscription there for 99 cents for a dollar on Patreon or our website. You can go VIP with video, with ad-free, and the exclusive After Dark show that I'll be doing another episode for shortly. Let me just put it that way. As well as our preview and prediction show that's coming tomorrow. Um, that'll be dropping, hopefully, with a co-host for the Backlash pay-per-view I just, you know, I'm just gonna say pay-per-view today. It's so much easier (laughs) for the backlash pay-per-view. We're going to be doing a preview and prediction show that's going to be available tomorrow. Just so much content coming, plus a review show with a uh, a co-host that you probably haven't heard before. That's coming Sunday night or Monday night. I'm not sure which one yet for backlash. So, so much to get to as well as our typical AEW review that's going to be taken over temporarily by uh, Kanye Twitty. He'll be doing a AEW review show uh, for us as Mimi is uh, stepping aside for a few weeks. So that's going to be awesome. So lots of uh, great stuff here. Lots of great content. We're going to continue to pump it out for you guys. And yeah, so, all right, let's not continue to babble anymore. Let's get to our very first voicemail of the night or day. And, Yeah, I think you know who this is. Let's go. Hello, WWE Podcast World. This is DJ Kuzmo back at it again on your mailbag show. I'm recording to you live once again on a Tuesday evening. And we are almost a couple of days away to the plug. As Matt would say, the plug or the PLE. I'm talking about WrestleMania Backlash. But before I get to that, it is time once again, your favorite weekly show to come on. And that is the Veer Mahan Report. And that's right, every single Monday night that we get a chance to see Veer Mahan on Monday Night Raw, I will always share my two cents with the Veer Mahan Report. Now, the Veer Mahan Report has been brought to you by the WWE Discord Chat. Now, this coming Sunday, of course, is WrestleMania Backlash on good old-fashioned Mother's Day. And if you have not been in the Discord Chat, I invite you 
to get on the Discord chat this coming Sunday as we chat, as we talk trash, as we watch together on this uh, glorious, as they would say, glorious PLE or the pleur of WrestleMania Backlash. So join me, DJ Kuzmo, joins Kanye Twitty, join Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan, and a host of others as we chat in the Discord chat, of course. If you want to get access to the Discord chat, you must, I repeat, you must get on the Patreon for just a dollar a month where Matt could send you the invitational link to get on the Discord chat for this Sunday or WrestleMania Backlash. Now, let's get back to the Veer Mahan Report. And once again, just like last week, Monday Night Raw, last night on Monday Night Raw, we got to see the absolute dominance of my guy, Veer Mahan, squashing a guy by the name of Burt Hansen. Burt Hansen, who's that guy? Another nobody, another nobody. And of course, once again, he did it again with the camel clutch, annihilating Burt Hansen in what seems to be a minute and 35 seconds. Burt Hansen was talking about how he wanted this to be his moment and sure it was a moment but it was a moment for my guy Veer Mahan as he tosses the he just tosses Burt Hansen like a rag doll and he hit him with four guts to the four uh, kicks to the gut over and over and over on Burt Hansen and once again Veer Mahan forces him to tap out with the camel clutch and after the match was over he came in and strangled the life out of him between the ropes and once again Veer Mahan is 4-0 and undefeated on Monday Night Raw. I am calling you out, Rey Mysterio. It is time for your ass to come back because Bear Mahan is waiting for you. The Lion is waiting. And with that being said, folks, I hope you all have a blessed week. Get on that Patreon so that you can chat with me and everybody and all the patrons in the Discord chat this coming Sunday at WrestleMania Backlash. Have a blessed week. This is DJ Kuzmo signing out. Hey, DJ. Well, I appreciate, you know, all the, the promotion. I don't think we pay you enough. Um, I really do appreciate it. And it's a good point. You know, if you guys want to get on Patreon, yes, you get ad-free episodes, like hundreds and hundreds of them, as well as the exclusive After Dark show. But you also get the Patreon Discord server, which means you get to chat with DJ. You get to chat with all of the other patrons during the event. You can chat with them anytime. And that, that server is open at all times, 24-7, that, that place is open for you guys to chat. And you guys have some hilarious chats and memes and GIFs and all that. So I'd absolutely encourage you as part of your patronage. Boy, for a dollar, that's a hell of a value. Got to say, I got to join this. Maybe I should join this uh, the Patreon and support myself. But thank you, everybody. Thank you to DJ for that. And Veer Mahan, I don't mind Ray Mysterio coming back and just getting destroyed by him. And you know what? Maybe it can be a, it's somewhat competitive. I don't know if they'll start with Rey Mysterio. Maybe they should start with Dominic. Now, that would be enjoyable, right? Having Dominic come back and after his destruction, just getting destroyed again, right? That's what I would love. Having him come back and just get demolished and again by Veer Mahan. And then, yeah, Rey is probably next um, defending his son. And I, I'm all for it. I, I don't want Veer Mahan to just be a guy that is kind of like Omas, though where he no-sells everything and he's seemingly impossible to beat. He needs to look vulnerable to some degree, but also at the end of the day, 
he just snaps into a different mode and he just crushes them, right? Like maybe Ray has a few hope spots. He shouldn't just get absolutely squashed. He's not a no name. He's one of the most recognized names, the most uh, the most popular, the most prestigious um, luchador in the entire professional wrestling history. But I also know that he needs to be Rey Mysterio would be there to help set up Veer Mahan uh, as a, a, a star. So. Yeah, I think Ray is a great candidate for that, and it makes sense given what happened with Dom. And so, yeah. But ultimately, I hope Veer Mahan ends up putting them both in the cervical clutch for, you know, 45 minutes. So, <laughs> just especially Dom. Maybe he can just, I don't know. I'm going to get morbid. But anyway, thanks, uh, DJ. Looking forward to seeing you and everybody else in the Discord chat for the, uh, the, the pla. More and more I say it, that's just an awful word. And it's just so, it's not a good acronym to say out loud. It just, it's, <laughs> the more I hear it, I'm like, why did I start this? But yeah, I mean, we, we don't say pay-per-view that way. We don't say, right. I don't know why I said pla for P- premium live. I don't know. My brain really works in odd ways, especially the hours I record this podcast. So anyway, let's get to the next voicemail. Thanks, DJ. We'll talk to you soon. Let's go. Hey, it's Kyle from Baltimore. So I have a big problem. What just happened on SmackDown with Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre and Usos and RK bro. So they first say for the attack team unification match between the Usos and RK Bro, they've been hyping that up for weeks. Now all of a sudden, it ends up being a a six man tag match that means I don't think means nothing, but there's no titles on the line. You know, it's I know I know they're 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 um, working towards McIntyre and Reigns for the championship probably at SummerSlam, I mean the big whatever. But they were they were hyped up for weeks about this certification match. Now it's not going to happen. What a waste! And now the show at this point is going to be on that Sunday. So it's just what a waste of this pay per view. That it doesn't the only thing that's that's meaningful at this point at the pay per view is the Aqua match between Charlotte and Ronda, which doesn't have any juice towards it at all. So what are they doing with Roman Reigns' championship run and? How are they going to take one of those titles off of him, if not both? Uh, but that's just it. They still call. Bye. Hey, Kyle. Glad you brought this up. Listen, I'm a bit disappointed that they decided to advertise something for like a month and then at the last second decide, wait a minute, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, yeah, no, we're not going to really do that. WWE really doesn't do this often. They don't try to do this. In fact, they make a concerted effort to make sure they don't advertise things they can't deliver on. That's just bad business, right? Like they really make sure, and I do applaud them for the most part, like 95% of the time, they don't advertise something and then not deliver on it. Because again, that's just terrible. That's a terrible business model. You don't, that's not a sustainable business model. It wears, um, wears away and chips away on the goodwill of fans. And so when they do something like this, they're trying to cover it by adding Roman and Drew to the match, thinking that fans will go, well, we're not getting the unification match, but Roman and Drew are in it. So that makes it okay. And like yourself, that to me still doesn't make it okay. They could still make it a unification match, but make it where Roman and Drew are part of it. And if Whoever, whatever team wins, it would still be the Usos or RK Bro that would remain or become champion. You know, it's not that if it's not that as if Drew could become a tag team champion or Roman, they're just fighting on behalf of them. Uh, so I think that they could, while WWE likes to add everything into one pot, like they did at WrestleMania with Brock and Roman, every championship in there, 
why don't they do this here? I mean, to me, it would be a bigger match. Um, I am, I, I'm with you. I'm like, this is, this doesn't make it better. Okay. For me. Yeah. I know that they're getting into Drew and Roman and we're in the, in the infancy stages of that probably through SummerSlam and maybe beyond guys. Like I said, buckle in. This is going to be a long program of Drew and Roman for better or worse, but I think it's for the better. This is going to be fun. So I'm with you. And as far as how they're going to get with Roman, as far as how, what they're going to do with the championship, is it going to be defended individually or is it going to be defended as one championship? Um, I think they're ultimately going to defend it separately. The reason I say that is that while it was a unification match at the pay-per-view, there's still two separate title belts. And it would be a way to create another champion on Raw that really still doesn't make sense that they didn't do anything with. In other words, they didn't they didn't have a plan after WrestleMania. They very rarely do, right? Roman has both belts, but Raw doesn't have a champion. And it's going to start to really wear thin on fans where there's no top champion on Raw. And Roman very rarely visits Raw in a way that's significant other than to just show up. And lately, it's just been to show up. It's not to say, hey, I'm going to defend this particular championship on Raw. And then he loses there. Again, I don't, while I'm making a case for it, I also am kind of struggling with myself to say, well, if he drops that one championship, say just the WWE championship to someone on Raw, say say Seth Rollins wins it, right? Perhaps he loses uh, loses it. But then could you say that his streak is broken or... Is his streak continuing because he'll still hold the Universal Championship? My thought is that the way to get around this would be for Roman to say, all right, you know, I will, uh, I'm a generous man. I'm a generous man and I recognize that Raw needs a champion. So I'm going to vacate this championship because the SmackDown or the Universal Championship to me is more important, you know, so it's something to that effect. I mean, without also at the same time, it's not easy not making sure or making sure that they don't undermine the value of the WWE championship. If Roman's giving that up without losing, that's why they do that. They also need to make sure that Roman's not saying that that championship is worth less, that he's just donating this, right? I don't know. Some ideas I'm spitballing here, but I don't, I ultimately don't know if they're going to defend it separately, even though it was a unification match. A lot of, it's very foggy. It's very foggy. And it just shows you that they didn't have any solidified plan after WrestleMania. It just shows you their lack of long-term booking after they get to WrestleMania. It's like everyone sits back in a chair and goes, well, that's over. And then someone after like 15 minutes says to the, the group in the room, like, so what are we doing now? And everyone just kind of shrugs their shoulders and goes, what do you think, Bob? What are we doing? You know, it's like they don't. That's the feeling I get after WrestleMania. And I understand it's exhausting to get there, but I mean, at least have a couple of weeks or a paper, at least one pay-per-view after WrestleMania booked through. You know, I, I, I don't know. That's my thought. But thanks, Kyle. Let's get to our next one. Hello, everyone. You guessed it. It's Alex, the French guy here. Hello to Mrs. and Mr. Re- uh, Mr. Mrs. and Mr. Casual Wrestling fans. Uh, I just wanted to announce that on WrestleMania Backlash, I will take back my 
European Championship from the pebble, the pebble that is unfindable, uh, that I cannot find these past weeks, that is uh, out of the picture. And if he doesn't show up at Backlash, I will proclaim myself as two times European Champion. With that out of the way, I just wanted to address that uh, I think that's WrestleMania Backlash. The card is kind of poor, but because of the the, the recent change of name, WrestleMania Backlash, from Backlash to WrestleMania Backlash, uh, I guess that it's not a super main event, and uh, WWE doesn't invest a lot of uh, good match on, on the pay-per-view, but I have to admit, the Cody Rhodes and uh, Seth Rollins segment is is gold right now. Uh, the the two are super talkable. The, these are the two best stars on Raw, and uh, Cody Rhodes is for now doing awesome in WWE, and I hope they they still uh, continue that way. On the other show, Roman Reigns. They for me they quickly need to find an angle. Uh, outside of the Usos, they need to find something about him because uh, if they don't, uh, people would start to, to get bored about it. And I am. Uh, I love Roman Reigns and it's rain, but uh, I think personally that he should uh, be involved in a very good storyline. Even with two titles, it doesn't make any like storylines. Uh, so he needs story with uh, other guys, like some interesting story outside of the title. So enjoy the show, and see you next week for your new European champion. Bye, guys. The French guy here. Hey, Alex. Well, first of all, good luck on your championship defense at Backlash. How exactly are you guys doing this, by the way? I think I asked this. Like, are you guys doing this on WWE 2K22? Like, or, 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 how, are you, how are you doing this? Just a... Uh... <laughs> I don't know who can cut a better promo. How are you deciding this? How are you guys? I mean, 2K22 would be the, I think, the platform of choice. I'd love to do that. I'd love to watch if you guys could stream that live or if I could referee it or something. Um, but I, I'm very curious on, as to exactly the method you guys are using for championship matches. That said, um, yeah, I mean, Roman Reigns hasn't been involved in a very, I would say lately anyway, anything emotionally charged in terms of good storylines. And many people are bored with Roman's run. I mean, Anthony DeMarco, who uh, one of our more OG co-hosts here, him and I have talked about Roman Reigns on a weekly basis, and he seems to be in that same camp too, where it's kind of running a little bit thin now in terms of this formulaic Roman Reigns run. And it doesn't seem to be like there's something that Roman can really sink his teeth into until Drew. I mean, Drew and Roman haven't even cut promos against each other yet. That's going to be fun. You know, I hope Roman and Drew, and I think they'll kill it, really are able to bring us into the story and make us care. I think there's a lot of, a lot there, and I think that they haven't even touched the surface yet. They've just battled a little bit and face-to-face and all that stuff, but they haven't done any promo work yet. That'll be fun. Um, and so I think that with, with Drew, we got a couple of months of hopefully more emotional investment in the story. After Drew... I'm a little nervous. <laughs> There's, I mean, Seth Rollins, I got, I don't know where they go. I don't know. I'm with you. But uh, all right. Thanks, Alex. I'll talk to you next week. What's up, Matt? 
Rocky T, the Houston Silver Fox here calling, just checking in. I'm going to go ahead and introduce you all to the first installment of Rocky T's Rapid Fire. I'm just going to rapid fire here a few points from all the podcasts I listened to from last week. First thing on the list, WTFW Podcast and current state of WWE Podcast that y'all are doing, not just fire, but California fire, trademark pending. Number two, uh, yes. I agree to the all woman podcast. Um, I'm missing Mimi and Ashley. Uh, really missing those two girls right now, uh, on here. So yes to that. Number two, uh, Dakota Kai release, uh, shameful. Uh, I was kind of high on her for a while. And, uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, check out her street fight with, uh, Tegan Knox on the NXT pay-per-view. Can't remember which one, but that one is with the match that opened her up to me. All right, number three. Let's see. I like that. Uh, how Becky said that when she left to when she left to give birth, how she gave the title to Oscar, and now Oscar's here to return to when she got her lowest point. So that was an interesting little tidbit that she said that stuck out to me. Uh, number four, let's see. Number five here. Uh, Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. Yes. When are they gonna bring this girl back? Um, I think we're past the nine months threshold for when she got hurt. So time for her to come back and make a difference. And uh the next one is for you, Matt. It's okay to be a boy band fan. I'm sure you were up on Saturday morning too growing up watching TRL. That's where I was. I got teenage girl ears too. Bit of a boy band fan myself, just a little bit. So don't be ashamed. Uh also, congrats on your PS5. I just got my Xbox X series day before yesterday. Uh and on that note, if there's anybody on here that plays Call of Duty, Cold War, um, Put your gamer tag on Patreon and, and let's try to hook up and play together. All right, let's see. Rollins, uh, he said Rollins is, uh, doing big program after big program and then just losing, you know, big match. Well, he's a made man, so he can do that. He's helping, you know, give credibility to the people who are beating him. And, uh, even after a loss, we still, we still see him as a contender after every loss. Uh, and one of your Patreons said, uh, they, they had an idea of Cody winning the money in the bank and then potentially just taking off the WWE title for Roman. I like that idea, but I would have him win it and then cash in the way Cena did and call the match, not do a surprise cash in like a heel would do. So I like that idea. Um, so my question for this week would be, uh, if Finn and AJ win the tag match, what's next for them? And on the turn side, if Finn turns, obviously we have an AJ and Finn program for the next few months. Uh, who would be the fourth if there is there a Wow, Rocky, you got a lot of stuff here. So I can't address every little thing. I mean, you had like eight points. Great, all great points, all good stuff. First of all, let me just say I'm glad I have a friend somewhere in the, in the podcast family that is also to some degree a boy band fan. And I think we all – look, I'm 37. God, that's crazy to say. Um, but I, if you're 30, if you're in your thirties at all or beyond, maybe in your forties, early forties or late twenties, somewhere in that 15 year range, I think that, um, you understand that being a boy band fan in high school wasn't the cool thing. I graduated in 2003. So I was in high school from 2000 to 2003, really late 99 to 2003. And that was the height of the boy band era. I mean, like it was, that was it in sync, 98 degrees, backstreet boys, uh, you know, you name it, um, O-Town. <laughs> um, and I had to hide 
being a boy band fan. Like I had to pretend I was listening to Limp Biscuit or Creed. Even Creed was borderline. Eminem was socially acceptable. Like you couldn't as a guy like overtly admit that you were a boy band fan. You had to hide it. So in your Discman that you walked around with, I had, you know, I had several CDs and one of them I tried to make sure that was hidden. Obviously, it was Backstreet Boys. I, sometimes I wouldn't even bring it to school. It wasn't worth the risk, right? So you had to pretend to li- li- listen to Limp Biscuit or whatever. So it's nice at 37 when you have no many, no more Fs to give to just be like, yeah, I'm a boy band fan. Like, who cares? Right? Like, you just don't give an F about what anybody thinks anymore. You're just like, who cares? So it's just amazing uh, when you're obviously when you're 15, 16, 17, the amount of um, acceptance that you try to attain from others is not healthy. And you realize that later. And now you're just like, well, F you, I don't care. Like, I, I like boy bands. I mean, that's not the only music I listen to guys. Like I, I listen to a ton of stuff, country, some rap, some, although I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of Kendrick Lamar at all. I know that many of you love Kendrick Lamar. He's very successful. I can't stand his music. Um, but I mean, I'm a big current country fan. I'm not the twangy, you know, early late nineties. I'm more of like the mid two thousands, like, uh, Florida, Georgia line and Luke Bryan, all that stuff. So anyway, um, I don't know how I got on this topic, but okay, moving on to your next thing. But TRL, I did watch TRL with Carson Daly. You know, I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys was like, you know, number one for how many weeks. It'd always be like a competition between Backstreet Boys and NSYNC where NSYNC would have like bye, bye, bye at the same time. And you'd see who's one, who's two. Uh, Britney Spears also also at the same time. It was just a great time for music, I got to say. Okay, uh, moving on. So... I'm glad you enjoy our WTFW podcast and current state of WWE. I really appreciate that. Uh, the women's podcast. Yes, I know you're going to miss Mimi. A lot of us are. It's only temporary. End of June, she'll be back. Um, and I'm trying to get Ashley back on the show. She has her own podcast, by the way. If you guys remember Ashley Mann, she was one of the OGs, too. I think she was the very first co-host I ever had here. She has her own podcast. I'd appreciate if you guys go and support it. It's called Kick Ash, the Kick Ash podcast. So go support her. Um, but I'm going to try to get her back on the show very soon. So what else here? Um, the Oh, and your, your trademark of rapid fire. I like that. Good stuff, Rocky. Good stuff. And if Finn and AJ win, what's next? Well, I don't think they will. This Judgment Day group, I think, is going to go on a hot streak. And it needs to because it's new. So that leaves, okay, if they lose and Finn turns, that leaves AJ and Finn to, to feud, which also would mean that Edge needs a new opponent. So who's next? I don't know. I, I You know, that's a good question. I always want to say Seth Rollins, but Seth Rollins is a heel. Seth Rollins being a heel is kind of tough. He's a great heel, but it's also like we need a big baby face on Raw. I mean, maybe he goes after Bobby Lashley. After Bobby Lashley loses to Omos, uh, which I think he will. So I, hmm, that's, that's a quick off the top of my head, but I think Finn turns, joins, and maybe we get also uh, Rhea Ripley. That's another very rumored uh, person to join the group. So I don't know. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a great question is who does Edge move on to next after AJ? Very good question because AJ, somebody has to come to the aid of AJ. They're going to need help because I think the group of Judgment Day is going to grow. So. All right. Excellent stuff, Rocky. I know you got cut off. That's what happens at three minutes. The system automatically does it. So looking forward to your responses next week and let's continue.
Hey Matt, this is Robert from the WWE Podcast again, and I have a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Um, the first uh, question I had was, um, this week on Raw, when we saw Dewdrop ask Nikki A.S.H. Um, if she's ready to take things seriously, and Nikki said yes, do you think she's dropping the superhero gimmick? Um, or is she... Or what do they mean by that, really, like, taking things more serious? Like, get out of the 24-7 title scene, or is it dropping the superhero gimmick, or what are your what are your thoughts on what she meant by that? Um, let's see here. The next question I have um, is about Backlash this weekend. Um, and I... Uh, let's see here. What match do you think on the card might overperform or over-deliver um, for me, I think it's the Madcap Moss Happy Corbin match because I don't think there is high expectations for it, but I think that both the men in the match can perform at a good level in the ring. Um, the, the next one I have for you is when was the last pay-per-view that didn't have the Universal title or the WWE Championship on the line. Um, I One doesn't come to my head that the top title wasn't on the line from either show. So do you, can you remember when the last pay-per-view was by chance? Um, and then the last question I have is next month, June 5th, is Hell in a Cell. What match do you think is going to be featured in the men's Hell in a Cell? Uh, for me, I think it's going to be Edge and Seth Rollins or AJ Styles and Edge. I think you can see either of those going a third match into Hell in a Cell. Um, I would like to see RK-Bro versus the Usos in a unification match inside Hell in a Cell, but I don't know if they're going to go that route anymore with the unification. Um, so let me know what you think on those. Uh, have a good one. Bye. Hey, Robert. Thanks for listening. Number one, uh, number two, let you got quite a few questions here, but let's let's rapid fire through them. Sorry, Rocky, I, I stole it already. He trademarked it, and I <laughs> I already violated the trademark, so um, I guess I'll be expecting legal ram- ramifications. Uh, okay, so what do I think is going to happen with Nikki Ash? And when Dewdrop said he ready to take things seriously, your answer, my answer is all of the above. I think it's she drops the gimmick and becomes more serious. I don't know what that means. Uh, or maybe she maybe not drops it altogether, but becomes a dark superhero where she's kind of like an anti-hero, and she becomes like a, a, a villain. She dresses up as some kind of villain where she's still playing in, in like the DC Marvel universe, but becomes a villain. So I think either way, this whole silly, ridiculous from day one, I hated it superhero gimmick is certainly dead and it needs to evolve into something else. It's time. And I think that's exactly what that means. Now, as far as the match that has the potential to over deliver on the backlash event. Um, let's see. I mean the RK bro, and I'm not even going to go with the main event cause that's already got high hopes or high expectations. Um, I actually think Cody and Seth will under deliver. I mean, that's not the question you asked, but I think Cody and Seth are going to under deliver. Um, that's, that's just because their match at Mania was so good, and I don't think you can duplicate that. It's very hard to duplicate. AJ Styles and Edge, I think, is going to be better than uh, at WrestleMania. Um, 
you're right. I mean, Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss can absolutely over-deliver. That is a dark horse. If I'm not going to choose the same one as you, I would probably have to say that the Charlotte and Ronda match has the potential to really over-deliver because so many fans have tuned out of this. I've never seen a Ronda Rousey match where people are just like, meh. (laughs) It's just people, I think as a whole, don't generally care about this. Um more, I think they don't care about it to the level that WWE would want them to. Let me just put it that way. So I think Ronda and Charlotte have the potential to over-deliver. I think the opportunity's there because people aren't super invested in this. So that's what I think. Uh, your next question. Last pay-per-view that didn't have a Universal or WWE Championship match on the line. I mean, I, years, right? Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know there's been a pay-per-view or two that Roman hasn't been on over the last year and a half where he was just left off because they didn't have anything for him. But as far as that goes, I, it's got to be years, right? I mean, WWE, there's always a WWE championship match of some sort. It had to have been, you know when it probably last was? When Brock Lesnar was champion and he was an absentee champion. Remember, he held it for like, you know, 18 years. And he was on TV, off TV for like a month. Like, that's probably when the last time it happened, but I don't know specifically. As far as uh, June 5th, Hell in a Cell, what match will be featured on the men's side? Mm. Well, uh, it's lining up nicely, like you just mentioned. It's lining up nicely for programs to be inside the cell. You guys know I'm not a fan of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view just being built into the schedule. It should only be a match stipulation that comes up when the storyline warrants it. But since it's built into the schedule, it actually falls nicely with the third match that could potentially happen with Cody and Seth and with AJ and Edge. You're exactly right. So which one of these do I think is potentially going to be inside the cell? I mean, even, even Omos and Lashley. It's weird that a lot of first matches happen at Mania. Typically, it's the blow-off. And in this case, a lot of first-time matches happen at Mania. It's very backwards. I, I, don't, I don't dislike it. It's just a little non-traditional. For, so for the men, I expect that it's probably going... I mean, I would say... Hmm. That it's, I mean, RK Bro and the Usos inside the cell, I love. I love that. That's what I would choose. I'm with you. I think that would be an amazing match inside the cell to see Riddle, see what he could do in the cell. Ugh, that's what I would want. But what do I think they'll do? Probably, probably Cody and Seth. That's probably what they'll do, even though I don't agree with that. So thank you so much, Robert. I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast and you enjoy uh, the event. And I hope you call next week. All right. I think this is our final voicemail, guys. Let me just double check. Because I always say that, and then I lie, and then it comes back on me. Um, let's see here. I believe this is our final voicemail. I think it is. And then right from here, we're going to jump into Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan, guys. So uh, let's get to our final voicemail for the day, and uh, we'll get to the main event. Hey, man. It's Justin from Maryland. I know I'm definitely late uh, with my voicemail, but I saw you didn't post it yet, so I'm hoping that you didn't finish recording, so maybe you can catch my my uh, voicemail. So I just want to get my thoughts on a couple of things before the uh, upcoming uh, live event. So first is the six man tag match. I'm a little, I'm a little excited. Um, I'm just looking forward to seeing Drew and Roman uh, lock it up in the ring. 
But do you think that they'll still go forward with unification tag title match? Maybe they'll do it at the next live event. I think that's money in the bank. So do you think that they'll, you know, they'll still go uh, go with the uh, planned match later or they'll just drop it? I mean, I think we can all agree that the titles need to be unified because the uh, the tag division isn't that deep. So I think that they should still do it. Um, I still don't know why they added Drew into the match. They could have just did Roman against Shinsuke or just not have Roman not compete at all. But I guess they wanted Roman in the card. So looking forward to that tag match. But definitely hoping that they still do that uh, unification tag match the next live event. So next is uh, Finn Balor. I've been saying for weeks that I hope Finn and AJ team up against Edge, but I was kind of a little, I'm kind of a little uh, skeptical on if Finn is going to actually join forces with Edge because I feel like the whole purpose of them adding the stipulation for Damian Priest to be banned from ringside is for that next member, you know, to uh, to join the group. So it might be Finn. Who knows? Um, it could be Ciampa. Um, I'm hoping it's not Finn. I actually want to see him and AJ, you know, go you know, go on this little tag team against Edge and his stable. That should definitely be fun. Um, we know the history between AJ and Finn with the whole Bullet Club. So I think that would be cool. So hopefully Finn doesn't turn on, on AJ, uh, you know, uh, during the match. Um, next, Seth, hopefully he wins. I got a small glimpse of hope that he might after uh, Cody got the upper hand, you know, so that is a small sign that Seth wins. But I hope he does win. He's definitely doing good work. The crowd's definitely loving him. He's definitely going to be a baby face, if not sooner rather than later. So definitely hope, hope Seth gets that uh, that win. He might have to cheat, you know, to do it. But I just want to see him, you know, just get a big win. And finally... Um, so we've been talking about who Roman could lose the belt to, but I think we're forgetting about uh, the money. Justin, what's going on, brother? Good to hear you. Great to close. Great to close out. And I'm glad that I was late so you could get in the show. Um, so it benefits both of us, although not everybody else who was waiting. But anyway, um, yeah, I need Seth needs a victory. Seth needs a victory bad, and I think he absolutely will lock it in uh, this Sunday at the at the event. He needs it. But the problem is Seth always gets kind of that middle win. That doesn't mean anything other than just a step to get to the third match, and then he loses the blow off. So that's the problem with Seth. It's this pattern of getting victories that aren't significant enough to say, man, that was that helped him move his career forward. It's always just great match, but you know he's going to lose the blow off, which ultimately chips away at you believing he could ever win a program outright. Um, so I think he'll win this, but then likely lose the blow off with Cody in Hell in a Cell or at the event, not necessarily inside the cell, but um, okay, your question, do I think they're still going to go forward with the unification? I do, but at the Hell in a Cell event, uh, which is next month, beginning of June, June 5th, I think it was, uh, somewhere around there, I think they'll do it. And it sh- to me, it, again, I just answered the previous caller, it should be inside the cell that the unification match happens. I think that all four men could kill it inside Hell in a Cell, have an amazing matchup. And it would elevate the unification match to another level and also kind of give a bit of a, I guess, a consolation prize to fans that were disappointed this match didn't happen and up the ante by not just a unification match, but also it's inside the cell. 
So it's kind of like, sorry guys, we we changed the match last second, but here's your here's your consolation prize for that. Here's your reward for having to wait another month inside the cell. Uh, so that's maybe what they'll do. I hope they do. But um, so uh, let's see what else. Next, oh yeah, as far as the next member, I do believe just as you that the reason for the stipulation of having Dam- uh, Damian Priest being banned from ringside at the uh, during the match between AJ and uh, <clears throat> and uh, Finn, or rather AJ and Edge, is so that the next member can join because only Damian was banned from ringside. And I think it is going to be somebody that joins. And you said Ciampa could be it. Why not? Ciampa's just randomly attacking Finn as it is. So why not have him join? That makes sense. I'd, I would rather have Ciampa than have Finn. Because to me, Finn is already a made man. It should be helping the newer, younger stars. Finn is already established. He sh- he's shown that he should be on his own. He doesn't need to be in that group. I think it would actually in some ways be a demotion. Um, because the purpose of groups is to help build newer stars. And Finn's already made. So I think Finn and AJ are a nice team to go together to be able to battle these two. And having Ciampa, having uh, Edge, and having uh, Damian Priest in a group is awesome. And I would totally be on board for that. 1,000% more than Finn joining. So I think that's probably what's going to happen as well. Ciampa's going to be the next one to join this group. And it's I think it's great. I, I, I'm totally on board for it. So thanks, Justin, for your uh, your input. Excellent as always. And let's now uh, take a quick break for the sponsors of the show. And then we're going to get right into Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fans. So thank you guys. Tomorrow I'll be back with the preview and prediction show, hopefully with a co-host. And then uh, we'll be reviewing the pay-per-view. We'll be also having AEW reviewing uh, reviews. We'll be having NXT reviews. Of course, your uh, WWE Retro and so much more. So thank you, everybody. Consider going VIP on our website, www.podcast.com, for ad-free experiences, video, after-dark shows, and uh, also on Apple Podcasts and Patreon for a dollar. So thanks, everybody. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. So in today's crazy world, you need to be ready to defend yourself. I mean, that's just the reality of things. People are getting assaulted on the street, robbed, home invasions. So with all the spike in crime, what better way to spend your time than investing in yourself, in your safety, in your in your family's safety? That's why I'm recommending Impact Defense. ImpactDefense.online is an opportunity for you to learn how to defend yourself in multiple situations. They have a podcast, by the way, that is done weekly, and you can check it out. Uh, it's, it's on ImpactDefense.online. They have training that's in-person. They have online courses. You can host an event and a lot more. But this is run by Brian, and he has over 20 years in the martial arts and self-defense industry. He's a certified combatives instructor. He's certified in defensive firearms, and he has a black belt in multiple styles of martial arts. He's also joined by two ladies, Jada and Kylie. Both of them are black belts in martial arts and certified firearm instructors as well. Again, their show, their podcast releases every single Monday, a brand new episode. You can check out impactdefense.online for much more information. But guys, I can't stress enough right now. There is nothing more important than your safety. I don't know about you, but when I'm lying in bed and I hear a creak in the house, you always wonder, right? It's either a ghost 
or you're thinking, oh my God, somebody broke in, right? And imagine the helplessness that you could feel in that moment, but let them help you overcome that fear. Let them help you protect you and your family. Go to impactdefense.online today. Have you ever wanted to turn your yard into a food forest and create a system of self-reliance that's easy and enjoyable? Well, now you can. Welcome to Food Forest Abundance. They're a community of passionate, freedom-loving people, and their mission is to build a free, healthy, abundant society for generations to come. Their vision is to install every community and every yard around the world with this food forest. Their focus is on a decentralized food supply, but setting up permaculture food forests on underutilized lawn space around the world. And that's just the start. They offer food forest landscape design blueprints, installation of blueprints by trained professionals, ongoing maintenance to food forests, etc. And they are recruiting suppliers to grow new fruit trees, installers to install blueprints, designers to design blueprints, and much more. So if you want to have the peace of mind of having food security right outside your door or to help empower others as they work to turn the earth into a Garden of Eden, then they welcome you. They actually have an upcoming docu-series called Land of Plenty with former producer of Crocodile Hunter, Steve Irwin, and Adrian Grainer of HBO's hit series Entourage. So where do you find them, right? What's their website? Well, the website is foodforestabundance.com. That's foodforestabundance.com. And use coupon code FOOD22. And that right there will get you 5% off the purchase of a food forest blueprint or installation. Again, that promo code is FOOD22. That coupon code FOOD22, and you get yourself 5% off. Guys, with food prices skyrocketing, how cool would it be to have just your own forest of food outside? You don't have to go to the grocery store. You save yourself money, and it's a lot healthier for you. So check it out, guys. Foodforestabundance.com. Use the coupon code FOOD22 and save 5%. Trust me, you'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the WWE Podcast. Let's get back to more great wrestling audio. We want to welcome everybody to the Mailbag Takeover Show with Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan here, a.k.a. the Casual Wrestling Family. So... How are you doing today, Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty good myself. I'm ready to jump right into these emails. Yes. And we want to welcome everybody to the podcast backlash. And we're going to start off with the one, the only, Randy, the patron. Shout out to Randy, the patron. Hey, Randy. So we're going to get straight into your letter right now, Randy, in three, two, one. Hey, Casual Wrestling Family. It's Randy, the Sorry, name got shortened, Lamo. <laughs> Hope you got that. Yes, sir, we got that. But hold on, pause. Just because you said that, he is, his name is Randy the Patron, right? Yes. Now, we can't say Randy the, you know. So we just going to, now, guess what? His name is now Patron. That's it. That's it. It ain't Randy, it ain't the, because it's not the theory. No. Nope, it's not the Champa. No. Nope. nope, it's not. So guess what? It's not the Riddle. No. Nope. Nope. So now you're just Patron. So shout out to Just Patron. Let's keep going into Just Patron's letter. Okay, first. Seems like to me that Finn is turning on AJ Styles. He will be the third member of Judgment Day. 
Which makes sense because now Finn has something to do and can you imagine Finn coming out as the demon with Edge and Damien? Awesome. The question is, do you think they will add a Rhea Ripley or another woman to the group? That's a good question, and, and that's a good analysis about Finn. I can see Finn turning and joining the group. Um, as far as Rhea, I mean, she is rumored to join the group, and I think it will be a good addition. Um, Rhea most definitely will be a wonderful addition to this new group that they're trying to form. It would be. She's doing the heel thing right now, and it, it basically, she wouldn't have to change her gimmick much to join. So, yeah, I like it. Next, the women division future will be better. They have so many women in NXT that can make it great. What is your take on Cora Jade or Nakia Lyons? Uh-oh. Also, the recent <laughs> cuts. What's your opinion? Okay, let's start off with Cora. We're gonna start off with yes. the positive. We'll start Cora with Jade. Cora. She's positive talk. Yes, you know she she really grew on me because at first she has so far. Yes, I wasn't a Cora Jade fan at all. Not and at all. Not to say I'm a fan, but I can see where they're going with her. Mm-hmm. Now Nakia Lyons, no, I'm not here for that. I think she's trash. You know, I like... Uh, I don't last, see the point. I don't either. Now, Last Legend is a good heel. I do like Last Legend. She's a really good heel. And I don't think they're they're trying to highlight Nikita Lyons. And they should be highlighting Last Legend, making her a nasty heel in the women's division. And as far as the cuts, I mean, I really feel for Dakota Kai. Don't yes, you? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I didn't even see that coming, honestly. Like, me, who would have thought? And Michael Blivin? And she was doing so great. And yeah, him yeah. too. Ooh. That, that hit me left field. You know, Harlan, I could see that. Yeah. And um, same thing with Draco Anthony. You know, I could see that. But yeah. those two really, whew. But all right, keep going with just patrons love. So question, what is a good age to get my nephew into wrestling, do you think? Mm-hmm. Should I start him off with the good old stuff and work him into this or do both? He is going to, I'm sorry, he is three, going to be four. LOL. I just can't wait to start taking him to shows. Sorry, just wondering what you think, LOL. I'll say, you know, I think three, yeah. four, that's not a bad age getting it's arrested. It's not a bad age. Um, I start him off with some of the new stuff. I think you should get him to the current stuff to get his, you know, love and appreciation for the current product. Yeah. And then you can kind of mix in some of the old school to kind of show him what wrestling used to be. Because, you know, I think wrestling day is really good for kids. Um, you know, our daughter watches. She started around five, and she's really into it now. She's six, and yeah, yeah and we love taking she the show. She fell in love with it, honestly. So hey, who knows f- what that future will hold? We're looking forward to SummerSlam here in Nashville. Yes, we are so excited. <laughs> she cannot wait. Yes, well, let's keep going with just All patrons' right. letter. Last, the AJ and Edge feud is great, but also the Damian Priest and AJ is great too. Who do you think wins on Sunday? That is it for this week, unfortunately. I'm working, and it's Mother's Day, so can't do neither. So it's a bummer week. But thanks, guys. Love everything about you, and so glad you're a part of this podcast. Randy the Patron. Uh Uh-uh. Just Patron. Just Patron. That's your name now, sir. Sign Just Patron. Patron. <laughs> Just Patron. I like that. <laughs> but um, who do we think is going to win the AJ Styles Edge match? Um, We have... Edge. Edge. We both agreed upon Edge. For the win, um, and AJ is the Vegas favorite. He is the favorite. So, hey, shout out to AJ. Shout out to Edge. And we're going to keep this thing going. Let's see here. Luckily, Matt sent us one more while we was waiting, and it comes from Dr. B. G. B. Hi. Shout out to the resident physician here on the Mailbag Backlash Takeover Show. Hey there, Doc. 
So we're going to get straight into your letter right now, sir, in three, two, one. It's the return we've all been waiting for. Let's give a loud and proud round of applause to the number one couple in all of the WWE podcast universe, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. It's the certified one-of-a-kind doctor of the takeover crew. Say it with me. Dr. B.G.B. Woo! That's my guy. Now it's been quite a while, so I hope all is well and everyone is happy and safe and sound. But let's get to down to the WWE. So, with Backlash this Sunday, I have to say, this, the card, is very underwhelming in my opinion. A six-man tag as the main event? I was looking forward to the tag team unification match. I have to ask, were you guys excited to see the tag titles get unified? Next, I have to say, there is no way in hell Ronda Rousey oh, loses. Let's go back to that first one real quick. Um, I was really happy to for the tag teams to unify, wasn't you? I yeah. was looking forward to that match. It was exciting. And, and I, I hated it when they turned into the six-man, and I don't understand why they did it so late. You know, they really built it and, and had it going for the tag team unification. And yes, I was looking forward to that. But let's keep continuing. There's no way Ronda Rousey loses. I don't think her ego would allow her to lose back-to-back premium live events. Uh, it's Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. You want to go on that point? Do you think she's going to lose? Baby? Well, honestly, yeah. I, I am going for Miss Charlotte here. Ooh, Miss yeah, Casual Wrestling shocker. Fans picks Charlotte Flair. Uh, yep. Mr. Casual Wrestling fan picks Ronda Rousey. He does. And Vegas picks Charlotte. She's hey, your favorite. Vegas. So there you go. It's so unfortunate because I do not want to see her as champion at all. Mm-mm. What about your you guys' overall opinion on her being the champion? I, I don't want to see Ronda as champion, but guess what? I'm I'm predicting you're going to see it. I don't see Ronda losing this match. I don't see Ronda saying I quit. You know, so I don't want to see it. And I hope maybe she's a transitional champion for somebody else. I don't know who that may be. But I'm pretty sure you're going to get a big dose of Ronda Rousey. But besides that, nothing else is really interesting me at the moment. Cody versus Seth should be a good one. Love their match at Mania. But yeah, that's all I have. I hope all is well and talk to you next time. This is the doctor letting you know. I'll talk to you next time in the emergency room. Ooh, shout out to Dr. BGB. Hey. Hey, good points, but I don't want to see Ronda as champion. You know, it really hurts that we're going to get it. So just so everybody knows that we clear that Miss Casual Wrestling fan thinks you're not, but Mr. Casual, well, we got a letter. Oh. We got oh. another one. Here. Oh, oh, my goodness. we got three back-to-back. Well, let's knock these out. Hey, shout-out to Matt. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> All right, so we're going to hop straight into the first one we got, and it comes from none other than Mr. Dennis McGinley. Hey. Shout-out to you, sir, and we're going to get straight into your letter in three, two, one. Hey there, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. So to all you dumb patrons, this is your overrated Patreon heel, Mr. Dennis McGilley. Let's go. I challenge all that are on Discord server to put your real picture on Discord. (laughs) Come on, don't be scared to show your face. Look, I'm the ultimate heel on this show, so what's it gonna be? 
for the main event this Sunday. I say the bloodline loses and RK Bro and Drew win. I'll talk with Matt and Detroit Kyle next week. Oh. I'm out. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I like this uh, one. This, was on. the, this is a really good email. We're going to break it this was one. nice, short, sweet. Hey, oh, that was point, hilarious. Hilly. Hey. I love the healness. Let's chop him up real Good quick. job. Now, about the real picture. If you want to see Mr. and Mrs. Casual fan, go on the WWE uh, podcast uh, website. Oh, no. <laughs> up if you want to check us out. Now, as far as Discord, if you want to see my picture, you got to look at Roman Reigns because we the ones. That's you, right. You the twos, Ooh, but we the got ones. got you right there. There it is. is. <laughs> All right. Now, as far as that, he says Bloodline loses Arcade Bro and Drew wins. What do you think? Well, honestly, I think, I mean, you got I'm going for bloodline. Bloodline. Sorry. And see, Miss Casual Wrestling fan says bloodline. We the Mr. Casual Wrestling said RK, bro, and Drew. It's not because I want them to win. Let's be clear. Because Same. Because they're the twos and we the ones. Touche. But we, I got to look at this strategically. And uh, Vegas has RK, bro, and Drew as the favorites currently. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you know, I don't want to see it. But guess what? Once again, I'm pretty sure we're going to see it. So, let's keep it going. And we're going to, uh-oh. We're going to go to none other than DJ Kuzma. <laughs> Yay. So we're going to get into your letter right now. We always now. look forward to DJ. Come on. We're All gonna, right. We're going to hop into your letter in three. Two. One. Hold on. In three. Because you the twos and, and we, we the, the ones. ones. Let's go. Do not adjust your podcast listening devices or volume because it's time for the return of the Millbag Takeover Show. That's right. With none other than Mr. Ooh. and Mrs. Yeah. Casual Wrestling Fan. Yeah. And the Takeover Crew. Podcast. But backlash. wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. Hold up. This isn't just a regular PLE. Nope. Or as Matt would say, the PLEU. Yeah, right. This is the Podcast Backlash hashtag. Somebody know. Takeover edition. Come on. So, put your ones in the air. That's right. And acknowledge Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan and the Takeover crew of none other than New York Kyle. You. Owen the Resident Hill. Shout out. Tommy S. Dr. BGB and the head honcho of the TakeOver crew, Matt's daughter. Come on. The one and only Hannah. Shout out. On this unofficial, official, unofficial WWE podcast. That's right. By the way, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Happy Mother's Day to you, Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. Shout out to Amanda Jen. Happy Mother's Day to her and all the moms, grandmoms, aunties, and moms all over this beloved WWE unofficial podcast. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Let's Day. Let's stop right there. I want to say thank you very, very much. That was very nice. That's right. Yay! Quick question. Is Michael Ritter, co-host of the SmackDown Review Show, still on the waiting list to join the TakeOver crew? Or has his request been denied? <laughs> ah, man. Oh, yeah. LOL. We, yeah, we did leave that on Cliffhanger last week. Well, yep. You got to, we'll see. We'll answer the next We're still time. holding votes, sir. We'll, hey, what's the next pay-per-view? Hell in a Cell. So we'll see if Hell in a Cell, if he gets out the cell to yeah. join the podcast back last crew. Let's see. Let's go. But on somewhat serious note, 
Another quick question. Any other recent releases from NXT surprised y'all? Well, let's stop there. Yes, they did. Dakota Kai, example A. Come on, Michael Bleeping, example yeah, B. Yeah, okay. And both of those was really shocking to me. Those like, are shocking. You know, the other some of the other people wasn't as shocking, but those two really stuck out for me. Because I was surprised that Dexter Loomis got released. I forgot about Dexter Loomis. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and Persia Parada. Oh, yes. Oh. oh. I'm so sorry, guys. Like, we're we just thinking this off our head. But, yes, yes Persia Parada, Dexter Loomis, that, that was... Whoo! Because both of those in the storyline with the other person. And someone established for NXT, too, so... Whoo! That's great. Yeah, very big shocker there. Yeah, so... Yeah. Without any explanation as to why. I liked his character when he debuted back in 2020... Kind of like a serial killer with a dark past kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I agree. That sense chills down your spine. I enjoyed the feuds he had with Roderick Strong. There you go. When Undisputed Era were on NXT. And then Dexter's feud with Cameron Grimes was really hilarious. I, I cannot stand Cameron Grimes. I do not like him either. I'll pause on one thing. Now, you did make me think about one thing real quick, DJ. Yes. It's shocking that they didn't fire Drew Hudson. Ain't that his name? What's his name? Drew? No, it ain't Hudson. What is it? Drew? I'm probably way off. You know, the poker guy, the guy that's with Persia Parada. Oh, I don't know his name. But. Ain't it Drew Hudson? Man, I'm probably saying his name. Whatever. Duke. Duke. Yeah, yeah. Duke Hudson. There we go. There's his name. They should have fired him over um, Dexter Loomis. I yeah, like Dexter. He was I a good agree. All right, keep going. When they had the Haunted House of Terror match at Halloween Havoc back in 2020, Cameron was scared to death when he was trying to maneuver his way out of the Haunted House. The funny line was when Cameron Grimes asked the zombie referee, is this match pinfall or submission? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Just had a little flashback moment. Let me try to come back to reality. And the reality being that Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis are probably no longer going to see each other. Aww. <laughs> On screen, that is. And I wonder what's next for Indy Hartwell. I agree. I wonder what's next for her. I really like her. Anyway, before I go into NXT Rabbit Hole, I will say that I wish Dexter Loomis the very best. And he will definitely get booked for a wrestling event fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Prior to NXT, I did watch some clips of Dexter Loomis, a.k.a. Samuel Shaw, on the wrestling indie scene. This guy definitely got talent. But NXT slash WWE just didn't utilize the most out of him. Just quick mentions of Malcolm Bivens. He could have easily been promoted up to the main roster as manager for a wrestler like my guy, Rear Mahan. Or someone else. Anyway... I yeah. wish him well. Well, the rumors on Michael Blivens is that they wanted him to be Omos's manager, but he turned it down. So, yeah. if that's true, <laughs> then maybe, you know, and the other rumors that Michael Blivens wanted out of his contract, so he was okay with being released. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Dakota Kai. So, if those are true, then hey, happy to him. Dakota Kai, I just don't understand why she wasn't an NXT Women's Champion, or at least got promoted to the main roster. Anyway, I wish her well. With that being said, and before this email becomes an NXT episode, let's get to it. The DJ Kuzma Podcast Backlash Predictions. Now, before we get started, doesn't this PLE WrestleMania Backlash feel kind of filler? With just two ideal main event matches on the card. I understand that we are still days away from this Sunday's PLE and that the 
card is subject to change, with matches being scheduled last minute with no build. As I am looking at the current card for this Sunday, I don't see Bianca Belair defending her title. No mention of Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, or Asuka. The United States and Intercontinental titles are not being defended, and not even the women's tag team titles are being defended this Sunday. And no Ezekiel slash Elias guy versus Kevin Owens? What gives, WWE? What's the delay? What's the holdup? In the words of Stone Cold, what? 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 Interesting to see what non-scheduled match would be on the pre-show. Anyway, with that being said, let's get to the matches. Well, let me say something real quickly. I I do think there's some good main events. You know, Charlotte Ronda's a pretty good match on paper because of the I-Quit stipulation. Um, Bloodline versus Drew and RK Bro, even though I want the tag team unification match, it's still a good match. Cody Cody versus Seth Freaking Rollins is a great match. AJ versus Edge, great match. You know, so they got some good matches on the card. I do agree they should highlight the U- U.S. and Intercontinental, but, you know. And, yeah, Bianca should have a match as well. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the matches. Not in any specific order. Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. I'm booking that Madcap... Madcap will win this match. I really don't see the point in continuing the feud. And I could possibly see Corbin challenge Ricochet for the Intercontinental title at some point. And Madcap probably feuds with Sheamus, or he gets qualified for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Okay. Um, who do you think is going to win? Happy Corbin versus Madcap Miles? I have Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin! Ooh! So Miss Catherine fan says Happy Corbin. Mr. Casual some fan says Madcap Moss, and Vegas says Madcap Moss is a heavy favorite. Exactly. So, hey, that's our predictions. Who do you think, DJ? Madcap Moss. All right. He gets <laughs> half. <laughs> Bobby Lashley, Lashley versus Omos. I'm booking that Omos will win this match against Bobby. Because what's the point of building up Omos with MVP to have him lose again to Bobby Lashley? Come on. Also, I have a sneaky suspicion that this feud will continue to hell in a cell, where this feud comes to an end at the point. But at this point, this Sunday, I see Omos winning this match, probably with some sort of interference distraction from MVP or a sneaky Cedric Alexander. Uh, Okay, so let's go down our prediction. Who do you have to win this match? Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Omos, and you chose Omos. Omos. So Mr. Casarista fan says Omos. Miss Casarissa fan says Omos. DJ Kuzmo says Omos. Vegas says Omos. So guess what? We think this one is a lock. So Omos, let's go. AJ Styles versus Edge. I'm a little bit of a downer on this feud. However, I'm booking that Edge will win again. Even though Damian Priest will be banned from ringside, if Damian was not banned from ringside, it would have been awesome to have a tag team match. Instead, where you have Edge and Damian Priest... Versus the Bullet Club reunion of AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Whatever the case may be, I hope Creative is building up some sort of tag team Hell in a Cell match with these four men. Because that would be awesome. Anyway, back to reality. Not my selfish booking ideas. I see that Edge will get the win over AJ Styles cleanly or with some sort of hocus pocus interference from Damian Priest. Or from the Dark Purple Light. But seriously, what's with that dark purple light? Anyway, next match. I like that dark purple match. That is anyway, crazy. so Miss Casual fan, who did you pick? I chose Edge. 
and Mr. Casual and Fanchos is. But sadly, Vegas has AJ Styles as the favorite. So guess what? You get the stamp of approval from the casual wrestling family. So we're going to continue with your leather. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. I quit match for the SmackDown Women's title. Let's go. I'm so done with this feud between these two. I am over and out. This got to be the longest ongoing feud that is being held in the WWE today. From what? From January all the way to May? Sheesh, come on, WWE. Let's move on from Ronda Rousey. She is no longer the baddest woman on the planet. She was, was the baddest woman on the planet. Emphasis on was. So, with that being said, Charlotte must win this match. Needs to win this match for crying out loud. I am sick and tired of WWE forcing feeding us babyface Ronda Rousey. It's not organic, and like I said... I am tired of this. So please, please, Charlotte Flair, I am begging you, please win this match so that one, you retain your title, and two, you get a new opponent, and three, Ronda Rousey can go into the abyss of nothingness. (laughs) Goodbye and good riddance. (laughs) Okay, so you got Charlotte Flair for the win. Miss Casual Wrestling Fan, don't you have Charlotte for the win? I have Charlotte for the win. Yeah, Charlotte for the win. But Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan has Ronda Rousey for the win. But Vegas has Charlotte Flair as the favorite. And a heavy favorite at that. So, with that being said, it could be a Charlotte Flair retain. It could be. But I just, I don't, I can't see Ronda Rousey saying I quit. Right. Now, they might go back to the rock and mankind and have a recording of her saying I quit, come over to PA. But I just can't see it. But let's keep continuing. Cody Rhodes versus Seth Freakin' Rollins. This will be another good to great match between these two wrestlers. I would say that this match probably doesn't go as long as their WrestleMania match. But it will be a good one. Anyway, I'm booking that Seth Rollins will make this match to get some sort of good old redemption and momentum leading up to their final clash at, guess what, Hell in a Cell. Last, but certainly not least, the main event. Alright, what do you think about this one? Cody Rose versus Seth Freaking Rollins. And we, we're going to tell you guys, we're still out on this one. We haven't yet to pick. So, we out on that one. <laughs> we'll let you know towards the end of the show if we pick one, alright? Yeah. But alright, well let's continue with the letters. Roman Reigns, the Usos, the Bloodline versus Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. The main event match that I really wanted of the tag team unification seems to be on hold. But for how long? And why WWE Creative could have had Roman Reigns versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the Universal Undisputed title and not insult our intelligence by pretending that Roman's interaction with Shinsuke on SmackDown never happened? Seriously, WWE. Seriously. Anyway, this six-man tag match should be really good. But at the end of the day, I cannot and will not bet against the bullet line. And that is why I am booking that Roman Reigns and the Usos will win this match. Main event match. But put your ones in the air and acknowledge them. Thanks again, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan and the TakeOver crew. Take care, everyone. This is DJ Kuzmo signing off. Peace. Peace out. Because you the twos and we the ones. Um, now about the tag team match. Let's see what we got here. So, Miss Casual Wrestling fan, she chose the Bloodline. I did. Mr. Casual Wrestling fan, I chose RK Bro and Drew. 
and Vegas has Drew and RK Bro as the favorite. Now, let me be clear. I am and forever be bloodline supporter. I'm with Roman Reigns, ones in the air, but we got to predict. And on this one, I think they want to get a little heat, you know, put put a nice little rocket on Drew so we can believe he can win this match. And I'm okay with that. So we're going to keep going to none other than New York Kyle. Shout out to New York Kyle. Welcome to Podcast Backlash. And if you want to write into us, you can email at mailbag at wwpodcast.com and we can read your letter like we're fixing to read New York Cow's letter in three, two, one. Hey, Casual Wrestling family. It's New York Cow back again. I apologize to you guys, but I am stuck at work for a few hours. So I'm just going to get right to the WrestleMania backlash predictions because I wanted to at least write it in for a takeover mailbag. First is Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin. I think it's Madcap Moss taking the win. Next is Bobby Lashley versus Omos. I actually unfortunately think that Omos might win, but due to MVP interference. Next up is AJ Styles versus Edge with Damian Priest banned from ringside. I think AJ Styles wins this one to set up a third and final Hell in a Cell match. Next, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. I think Seth Rollins was this one in like AJ Styles. It leads to a third match. Next up is Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey in a I Quit match. I think that unfortunately Ronda Rousey wins the SmackDown Women's Championship and finally presumably presumably the main event. Drew McIntyre and RK Bro versus the Bloodline in a six-man tag team match. I think the Bloodline wins, but maybe someone like Riddle takes the pinfall. So Drew McIntyre doesn't get pinned and is technically still undefeated. So, like I said, I'm stuck at work, so sorry for such a short email this time for you guys. Next premium live event or DJ Kuzma invented PLE. I will definitely try to be longer and more interesting. So, I hope you guys enjoy WrestleMania Backlash. And I will talk to you all next week. Woo! Shout out to New York Kyle. Guess what, New York Kyle? You're always very interesting. Yes! So we're going to go through some of your picks really quickly. And we're going to let you know who we pick. So first you had Mad Cow Mall versus Happy Corbin. Mm-hmm. And Miss Casual Wrestling Fan picks Happy Corbin. Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan picks Mad Cow Moss. And Vegas has Mad Cow Moss as your favorite. Next... You got Omos for the win due to MVP uh, <clears throat> interference. And I totally agree with you. I do too. That's exactly how I seen it. I see Omos for the win. And guess what? Vegas agrees with you as well. Now as we move to AJ Styles versus Edge. And you got AJ Styles for the win. Who do you got for the win? Edge. Edge. Who do I got for the win? Edge. Edge. Who do Vegas have for the win? AJ Styles. AJ, AJ. So Vegas agrees with you, but Mr. and Mrs. Casual vs. Fan cannot give you stamp of approval. Next, we're going to go to Cody versus Seth. You have Seth for the win to set up the um, rubber match at Hell in a Cell, but Mr. and Mrs. Casual vs. Fan unfortunately disagrees with you as we... No, well, we don't. We haven't picked. I was going to say we disagreed, but we haven't picked yet. But to let you know that Vegas agrees with you, Seth Rollins will win the match. Now, I was about to say we disagree with you. Yeah. 
Are you willing to say that Cody can win it? Cody can win. But, um, but I Seth, think Seth needs to win. Seth does need to but does he? Yeah. Because when he went against Edge, didn't he lose two in a row? Yeah. And he won the third. Mm-hmm. Right? Or am I thinking of that wrong? Or, I'm not really Maybe sure. I'm thinking of that wrong, but for some reason I thought he won the third when he lost the first. But regardless, he doesn't need to win, as we see. He still thinks he's still freaking wrong. Right. But, okay, well, we're still out on that one, guys. Sorry. All right, so next we got do, 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 the I Quit match with Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. And you got Ronda Rousey for the win. Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan has Charlotte Flair. Mr. Casual Wrestling fan has Ronda Rousey. And Vegas has Charlotte Flair. So, hey, I'm riding with you, sir. You know, but unfortunately, Vegas and Miss Casual Wrestling fan disagrees with you. Next, for the main event, RK Bro and Drew McIntyre versus the Bloodline in the six-man tag team match. And you think that Bloodline will win, and Riddle takes the fall. Well, I can see that. Miss Casual Wrestling fan has Bloodline for the win. I sure do. Mr. Casual Wrestling fan has Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. And guess what? Vegas disagrees with you, and they have Drew McIntyre and RK Bro as the favorites. But I love the pick. It's hard to pick against Roman Reigns in the bloodline. That's such a dominant group, but that's kind of why I'm kind of picking against them. You know, they want Drew to look like a legitimate challenger. And the only way to make him look like that is giving him a win. Exactly. And they have let Drew McIntyre and, and RK Bro beat the bloodline in, in dark matches at house shows all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing to put it live in front of the people. And, yeah, great email, New York Cow. Thank you. We love it every week. Keep writing in. Keep letting us know how your life's going, even when you're at work, sir. <laughs> oh, we got some messages. Got to keep them coming. All there right. There they go. So, hey, let me see where we're going to go, go, go. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry, you guys. Let's see here. Okay, we're going to go to Miller from South Africa. Excuse Hi, me. Miller. Beautiful South Africa. Of course. So we're going to go ahead and hop straight into your letter here. In three, we the twos and you the ones. Let's go. Hello. Miller here for the beautiful South Africa. It's been quite a while. Hope everyone is doing well. I love all the new shows such as WTFW and After Dark. Great stuff, guys. The podcast has been hotter than Sasha Banks. I've been crazy busy with no time to watch shows, but thanks to all the hosts and participants on Mailbag to keep me informed. I've just been thinking, with Roman still carrying both titles and is not becoming one, maybe it is a strategy to eventually get him to lose but only the WWE title, and take it back to someone on Raw. That will keep his universal title reign going and allow him to get the big 1,000-day reign as a champion. Well, let me say this. Let me hop in here on this one. Um, I'll say this to you, Miller. I think the problem we have here is WWE might have booked themselves into a corner. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like... Now, we know Roman, obviously, has been universal champion with this over 600 days. All right. Now, he's been WWE champion for, what, 30 days, give or take. So, I don't think the right move here is to pull either belt off of him. 
Because mm-hmm. if you make him lose the WWE belt, even though he had that the shortest amount of time, that makes him look vulnerable for a loss. Right. Now, if you want Roman to look vulnerable again, then yes, pull the belt off of him and make him look way vulnerable and make him look beatable. But I believe you keep the, both the belts on him until one person takes it. At this point, you might as well merge the belts. And they don't want to merge the belts because they know that it would change the lineage for Roman Reigns. If you turn two belts to one, Roman would start day one as a unified WWE champion. And as soon as they merge it, his universal title reign would end. Right. It would not keep going. So that's why that's probably why they're not merging it because they wanted to break the thousand day. Mm-hmm. But now you put the WWE belt on them and you're not going to merge the belts. Well, if you take the WWE belt off of them, you make them look vulnerable. So sorry to rant you guys. Let's continue with this letter. At WrestleMania, he will be over 700 days as Universal Champion. 300 days from that would mean in May 2023. Do you think they would push it for that long? And what would that mean for the Reigns versus the Rock match at WrestleMania? It would be a highly anticipated match, but outcome would be obvious that the Rock would lose if they push him for the 1,000 days reign. And now that the Reign versus Rock storyline is on the silence... When would this storyline start? SummerSlam? Hope you all have an awesome week further. Cheers. Shout out to Miller from beautiful South Africa. Well, let me say this. <clears throat> if they are pushing for the thousand day, then yes, he's going to hold it. But <clears throat> will The Rock come? I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. if we're going to be honest, it's been rumors of The Rock since last year. When it was in the Thunderdome. Yeah. And we were saying, no, he's not going to come back now. And then he's come back to Survivor Series. He don't. He come back Royal Rumble. He's not. You know, let's be honest. We don't know if he's coming back. I don't think SummerSlam will be the time for him to come back because they have a lot of big time matches. I think Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns will be the marquee. We'll be your main event live here in Nashville, Tennessee. And we will be live in attendance. But, you know, I really feel like that's the deal for now. Will The Rock come later? Possibly. Will we know The Rock's going to lose? Yes. Will we care? No, because we want to see the match. We want to see The Rock. We want to see Roman. We want to see Bloodline. We want to see Tribal Chief. We want to see The Rock acknowledge him and put him over like he should, right? Right. Right. There we go. See? I like this. All right. Let's keep going. And our next one comes from Grace. Shout out to Grace. And we're going to get straight to your letter in three, two, one. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. Hope you're both doing well. I enjoyed this Monday Night Raw a lot. It may be biased because I attended it in person, but the crowd's energy was amazing, and overall, it was just a lot of fun. You were it. Oh, my gosh. He was in Greenboro, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this when... I'm sorry. I enjoyed this... Uh, I'm sorry. When RK Bro came out to attack the bloodline, it was the loudest reaction I've heard in person at a show. The place erupted, and it was one of the favorite segments of the night. And I'm shocked that I'm saying this, but I'm glad Liv Morgan got to got the pin in the six persons tag match. She needed that very badly. Ever since her feud with Becky, she's really been excelling in the ring. And after Rhea turned on her, it really made made me feel bad for her. I hope they do more things with her and Rhea in the near future because that has potential to be a great feud. Thank God they are finally going to do something with Finn Balor. When he ran out to save AJ, the crowd went crazy. 
He deserves to be in some some storyline of significance. I'm so sorry for saying this because it might be blasphemy to y'all again. Ha ha. And I'm so excited to see Drew take the title of Roman. I think it'll happen. I assume that will save it for SummerSlam. But I think the title has come for someone else to have the belt. Also, still hoping for Seth to become champion and have a lot of exciting runs with the belt. Hope y'all have a great rest of your week. Thanks. Shout out to Grace. Let's go over some of these points real quickly. Uh, now, Liv Morgan, nah, not here for that. Are you? No. I, I would prefer for Oxley to get the win, correct? Yes. We talked about it offhand, and you really made a good point about Oscar coming back, so she really deserved the win. Yes, she does. I agree. Um, <clears throat> RK Bro, I, you know, I'm, I'm bloodline, so no, I was not happy about RK Bro. Uh, RK Owen, the Usos, no, wasn't here for that. You know, but hey, I get I get how people like that. You know, yeah. right? Hey, I'm here for that. Now, Finn Balor, I agree. He needs something. You know, it's good they finally giving him something with some meat on. I agree. Something you can really sick your teeth into and be like, okay, here we go. Um, and let's see here. No, no, no. Let's be clear now. See now, I'm on rant. Let me see what else. Okay, yeah, no, nah, we got a rant coming. Roman Reigns. We'll not lose the belt to Drew McIntyre. I'm booking it now. You can mark me out to SummerSlam. You can mark me out wherever. If the belt's on the line, if both belts on the line especially, Roman Reigns will not drop the belt. It's not going to happen. Not at SummerSlam. Now, I'm going to be honest. If it's just the WWE Championship, you got me. I'd be like, okay, it's a possibility. But with Drew being on SmackDown and Roman being on SmackDown, it's got to be the universal belt at bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So, no. I don't see Roman dropping the belt. I don't see him losing. You know why? Because you the twos and we the ones. <laughs> so, with that being said, no. And yes, that's blasphemy right here on Podcast Backlash. We don't do that. So, we're going to hop straight into our next email and it comes from us none other than bus dude who's bus uh oh we got another one oh wow. Uh-oh, got a couple but we still on bus dude it's bus dude it's bus dude so we're gonna get straight into your letter here in three two one hello there i'll keep this short and sweet I know that many fans haven't cared for Dominic Mysterio as of his last appearance on Raw. How about that? this idea? Have Dominic join Edge's stable Judgment Day. Ooh. A couple of things could come from this. A. Much needed heel turn for a character who has been suffering from a string of losses. Mm-hmm. He could get some guidance from someone other than his dad. Mm-hmm. This also brings multiple matches for the stable with Ray. Leading to a possible father versus son match. Mm-hmm. He could even change his name to Diablo. Woo! Just a thought. Yeah. Thanks for everything in advance. Bus dude. Shout out to Bus hey, dude. Hey, Bus dude. Where's this guy? Guess what, What's Bus up? dude? Hey, he's part of the casual wrestling crew. Yeah. You see, that? that's how easy it is. You write in, you got a great idea. Guess what? You didn't have to put out an application like somebody named Michael Ritter. You automatically accepted. You are now part of the casual wrestling crew. That's Shout right. out to Bus dude. 
guess what? You part of the crew now. Now we're gonna get into your letter, cause man, this woohoo! I love it. Dominic Mysterio has been underutilized, even though he is good. He could use a heel turn desperately. He needs to get as far away from his daddy as possible. His daddy didn't want to retire anyway. Mm -hmm. And boy, putting him in judgment day around Edge, you couldn't learn from a better person. I love it. They could do the father-son match. They could even do a father-son retirement match. Mm. He could retire his daddy. And take his mask off and show it to the crowd and let Rey Mysterio expose his face in front of everybody. Just the most hideous demonic thing because it's Diablo. I love it, Bus Dude. It's great. Hey, <laughs> woo wee! You brought it today, sir. So you part of the crew. Vegas agrees with you. Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan agrees with you. Miss Casual Wrestling Fan agrees with you. That's right. We all on board. So we're going to go on to the next letter. And it's from none other than Owen from the UK. Shout out to Owen. Right here on Podcast Backlash. And if you want to be like Owen from the UK and write into the show, all you got to do is email mailbag at WWEpodcast.com. And we're going to get straight into your letter in three, two. One. Hey, it's Owen from the UK. Whoop. So today I just wanted to voice my opinions on some things WWE related. First of all, I'm looking, I am loving Judgment Day in the program with AJ. Yes. First of all, as I've said, I'm a younger fan and got into the product, product properly in 2016. So never got to watch any of Edge's old Hill characters so this is my first time watching him as a heel, and man, he's good. I'm also loving AJ's work as he shows the great face he can be, getting everyone behind him so soon after he was heel in a tag team with Omos. Mm-hmm. Now, I can say this real quickly. I love the Edge and, and the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Well, right now they're a team, but they're finna be a faction. I love it. It's the perfect persona. It's the perfect music. I like the purple light. I like everything about it. Uh, and I am well, was not an Edge fan prior to. I hated Edge. But now, I'm with Edge. I like the heel gimmick. And you're right about AJ. Good work on him to be really hated with Omos and to turn it all around and be totally faced. I love it. Let's continue with the letter. Next, I'd like to follow up on my worries of WWE overexposing Cody. And although they have toned it back a lot, I'm still slightly worried. So look, I understand not all WWE fans are AEW fans and vice versa, but surely most AEW fans of whom booed Cody for months are also WWE fans and are the same fans who are likely to be vocal at shows. I don't know, but I feel like if you give it a year or so, then the fans may turn on Cody, just like they did to Cena and so many more positive faces who get pushed resent- relentlessly. I hope not, but I have my worries. I will say about the overexposure, Cody. I don't think I don't I don't think you can talk about overexposure for a character who hasn't been there six months yet. I mean, I don't think he's being overexposed at all. I mean, he's hot right now. That's like Roman Reigns. Is Roman Reigns overexposed? I mean, no. So, you know, Cody's new. Cody's hot. And, yeah, it, it, there are AEW fans that might watch and might boo Cody. But 
us WWE fans, it's new to us. It's new to me. I don't watch uh, AEW, so Cody, this new Cody to me, I like the American Nightmare. I'm locked in. I'm, I'm the new fan to Cody. I'm yeah. over here like, oh my God, here we go. I like this. This the Cody Rose. This ain't Stardust. Nah, this ain't old Cody. Nah, this the American Nightmare. I like this Cody. And guess what? With me not seeing him for years and him coming back, he feels like a main event player. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to rant. Give me one second. Give me a second. I'm going to go on this one. And let me just say this. For the people out there that don't think Cody could take the belt off Roman, you're crazy. I would much rather see Cody Rhodes take the belt off of Roman than Drew McIntyre take the belt off Roman. I do not want to see that. And I would be highly pissed off if they let Drew take the belt off of Roman. Because guess what? Drew's moment was when he took the belt off Brock. Now, I'm sorry that it happened during pandemic and he didn't get the, the big crowd that everybody wanted. But he got put over Brock and he put Brock over. I mean, excuse me. Brock put him over in five minutes. So he squashed Brock Lesnar virtually and won the belt. So guess what? He don't need to be Roman Reigns. But somebody like Cody Rhodes, who already feels like a main event player, could use that extra push to the moon to be your John Cena future. But let's continue. I'm sorry. Down with my right hand. Now to the main event at WrestleMania Backlash. Change. I don't know why they changed the match. And to be honest, I don't really like it. It feels like creative has panicked and forced the start of Drew versus Roman program. But how they've done it makes no sense. Their program would have made far more sense for Drew to never get his hands on Roman at all in the build to the match. During the tag team with Roman Reigns managing to tag out just as Drew comes in. Instead, they have Drew being a three-on-one versus the heel Roman since one week of building their match. Makes no sense to me at all. Finally, Ricochet sucks. His character is boring. His intro music is terrible. And I watched an interview with him from WWE's recent UK tour during the past week. And he has no charisma in real life either. Mm. Please, get the belt off him, WWE, and get it to Gunter. Gunter! To have a long, dominant run. Okay, ran over. Sorry for the negative tone to today's email. Finally, I'd like to give a shout-out to the guys behind the SmackDown review. Man, I love that show every week. I also love the show you did with the gentleman Jack Gallagher. Quick story for you all. I used to make a powerful 99-rated monster on WWE 2K18 and then test how good he was by beating up that guy because I believe he was the worst-rated on the game. (laughs) And do you think you'd still be able to get the botch guy back on the show? I loved your shows together, and I'm still a fan of his, and loved his reaction to would love for you to give, I'm sorry, love his reaction, so would love for you to get him on again. Regards, Owen. Sorry, Owen. Shout out to Owen from the UK, and we're going to go a couple of your points real quick. Yes. Last or first. Um, hey, I like the boss guy too. Um, well, I'm pretty sure Matt uh, seen the letter and I'm pretty sure he had a response for you. But yeah, I like the boss guy um, review shows. I like the gentleman Jack interview. It was really cool. And I can relate to putting, well, I wouldn't build a big monster, but like if I need one of my big guys to go over on somebody, yeah, it's gentleman Jack and he's a heel. Um, shout out to the SmackDown review um, host. Shout out to him, Michael Ritter. 
Um, and let's go. Now, I don't know why they changed the main event. I agree with you. I was totally okay with the unification. And I don't know why they're forcing us Drew so fast. Mm-hmm. I can agree on that point as well. I feel like there should have been Roman Shinsuke. And then let Drew, you know, stop the bloodline from beating up Shinsuke if you want to go ahead and start that feud. But to get this started before Hell in the Cell, now you got to explain to me why it's not going to be Drew and Roman in Hell in the Cell. And if it is, then what kind of SummerSlam match can you give me if we are already at Hell in the Cell with Roman and Drew for the belt? Exactly. I mean, what can you give me? And that's what they're going to do. The Usos versus Drew, Hell in the Cell, two-on-one handicap. Boy, that's really putting a lot of of mustard on Drew. So, I don't know where they're going to go with this one. But, we're going to the last email of the night. So, (laughs) shout out to everybody for writing in. But... It's the we gotta go. It's the last email, and it comes from none other than Detroit Kyle. Hey! Shout out to Detroit Kyle, and he's got as I'm looking right now, he's got a good letter. You got a massive one, he's sir. He's got a heart. Hey, you you put in some work on this email, sir. So we're gonna read your letter. We're gonna power through it, though, guess, man. We appreciate the love. But guess what? If you Want to write in like Detroit Kyle? All you have to do is email mailbag at wwepodcast.com and we'll give you live reactions to whatever you want us to. So we're going to dive into Detroit Kyle. We got a lot of cows. We do. <laughs> we're going to dive into Detroit Kyle's letter right now in three because you the twos and, and we, we the, the ones. ones. Let's go. Greetings from Detroit Kyle. Thank you again, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. For being great host as always. Whoop. <laughs> Quick shout out to all the other guest hosts on Matt's podcast as well, including Michael R., Anthony D., Zach S., John C., Mary G., Ashley M., Michael G., and a very special shout out to soon to be married Mimi B. Hey, oh, hold on. Let me shout out some people. Shout out to Bus okay. Dude. Bus Dude. <laughs> shout out Beep. to uh, Memphis Mark. <laughs> shout out. You want to keep going for it's up to you. Shout out to Dennis McGinley. Shout out to uh, DJ Kuzmo. Shout out to Matt. <laughs> shout out to New York Cow. Shout out to Baltimore Cow. You gonna keep going? Time on the play. All right, let's go. <laughs> and one more congrats to our new host, Kanye Twitty and Namine Lion. And the success of their new podcast, What the F Wrestling. WTFW. Shout out to him. Great um, stuff, guys. Keep it coming. Nikita Lions is trash. She trash. is. Trash. She is. Trash in my business, uh, Kanye Twitty boy. But not in the mean line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not him. He cool, but the key to line is trash. Trash. Now, down to business. I would like to go through the matches that have been announced so far for WrestleMania Backlash. I'm sending this email in on Tuesday, so there might be a change or two announced on SmackDown. But I'll go over what we have so far, which is really not a lot. I'm assuming that... We'll add a few more matches on SmackDown, but we'll get to that later. The first match I was to discuss is the I Quit SmackDown Women's Championship rematch between Charlotte Flair and Ronda. Grab your Baba and Binky for Betty by Drowsy. LOL. <laughs> I should probably care more about this match, seeing as it is for a women's championship between two huge WWE stars. But I really don't care. 
Honestly, I don't care if Charlotte retains for the umpteenth time, and I really don't care if Ronda can win the championship either. I said it in a long time ago, and I'll repeat it again. To quote a character in the video game, Hearthstone, I think Ronda is here for a good time, not a long time. I don't think she'll be around after next year's WrestleMania, which is just a hunch, not really based on any facts. So, with that being said, I can see WWE putting the belt on Ronda up until WrestleMania 2023, where she loses it and goes away. Hopefully. (laughs) I've had enough of Ronda and her lack of acting and giving a decent promo. It's part of your job, Ronda. Do your job. If I had things my way, I'd have Charlotte retain the title, Shanna Baszler come in after the match, break Ronda's arm like Nia Jax, and remove her from WWE permanently. I know my opinion might be a little harsh, and that there are strong fans of Ronda's out there, but I'm not one of them. (laughs) I don't have time to give people like Ronda attention, who don't put in the work to be good at their jobs, regardless of their fame and previous accolades. Your job, Ronda, is not just to be a good fighter, but to play a character to act, to talk, and to convince the audience that you are what and who you say you are. She has done zero to make me believe she is the baddest woman on earth. And that is her freaking job. So so who does he got to win the match? He said he didn't care, but he didn't who did he pick? He didn't really pick. He sure care. By him saying he's not a fan of Rhonda, it sounds like Yeah, but he said no. He sounds Well yeah. <laughs> well, Charlotte, Miss Casarissa fan thinks Charlotte's gonna win. Mr. Casarissa fan says Ronda Rousey's <laughs> gonna win. Vegas says Charlotte's gonna win. We don't know what Detroit Cavs say is gonna win, but let's keep going. You'll have to tell us next week. Yeah. Okay. Enough crapping on Ronda. Okay, but hold on. Let me yeah. Let me address that. Go ahead. I, I totally agree with you about Ronda. You know, Ronda, she don't do it for me. Now I don't keep people keep harping on this baddest woman in the planet. Was is Mark Henry the world's strongest man currently? He was at the time, <laughs> but, but a couple years later he wasn't even the world's strongest man still. But he's very strong. So, uh, but Rhonda, no, she's very lackadaisical. She, I don't think she takes her job serious either. And I wish they wouldn't put the belt on. Her. I agree. But guess what? I do not see Rhonda saying I quit. So let's keep going. Let's move on to a rematch that I do want to see. Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a rematch that I want to see as many times as WWE will give it to me. Feed me more. <laughs> These are two of the most talented wrestlers in the biz right now. From their promos to their character development and the amazing in-ring abilities, these guys give you five-star performances from top to bottom. The only reason you wouldn't like either of them is not because they are doing their jobs poorly, but simply because they just ain't your bag of chips, LOL. <laughs> they performed my second favorite match of WrestleMania 38 behind Belair and Becky, and I have no doubt that they will put on one of the best matches of WrestleMania Backlash as well. I am also excited to see where both of their stories go after this match. Does Seth continue to lose? And if so, does he move on to maybe KO? Since they are showing some dissimentation right there. And 
where does Cody go after this match with Seth? Is Cody the next one to be judged by Edge and Damien's new faction? I think Edge and Cody could put on a great feud. What are your thoughts for both of these wrestlers after Backlash? Okay, let's, let's go into this. Um, I think they're going to go to Hell in a Cell. So if you ask me what's next, I think the next pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell. I could see Cody Rose versus Seth freaking Rollins in the Hell in a Cell match, and I think it'll be a real good match. As far as this match, are we ready to pick? I mean, we getting towards the end of the show. Are you ready to say if you're going with Seth, you're going with, with Cody? Are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Vegas got Seth freaking Rollins as the favorite. Give me Seth. Seth freaking Rollins? I don't I'm know. I'm going to shock the world. I hate it. because I, I love Cody. I but honestly, so I have bad. to go with Seth Rollins. I want to go with you It's so. Drip God all day. It's Drip God. I want to go with you so bad. And like I, he said on Raw this week. He's that guy. He is that. Okay, so who got the best of who this week? Cody got the best of self. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, okay, I'll go self freaking Rollins. I agree with you. Um, I, yeah, it'll be some hanky-janky. So, yeah, give me self for the win, and then Cody challenge him to uh, hell in the cell, which Cody will get the third win. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Speaking of Edge's new faction... I'm loving almost every aspect of it. Mm-hmm, me this, too. <laughs> the presentation is perfect. The actual throne of... Omnipotence. Omnipotence. Ed sits on is great. The members work well together. The acting by Edge is top notch. I'm loving the heel turn by Edge, and the name Judgment Day means so much to us fans that we're watching WWF during the altitude era when they first aired the pay-per-view it also means a lot to edge's history in general so i really 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 like that tie-in the only thing i think it's lacking is some of the dialogue during their promos i like the heat that edge is getting but it seems almost like empty heat almost on the edge of go away heat and i think that's evident by the crowd giving Edge the what response. I mean, hills are my absolute favorite, and I love getting the crowd riled up and booing, but I feel like their story needs a little more substance and originality than just we are better than you, which I've seen countless other hills use in the past. It's a good technique for getting cheap heat, but I want to see a little more depth. As far as As far as the actual match between AJ Styles and Edge, this is almost similar scenario with Seth and Cody, where these are two great veteran wrestlers that I can depend on putting on a good match. And with Damian Priest's explosion from being right side, there are a lot of possibilities from them to go to with this match with the character afterwards. What I would like to see happen with this match is this. AJ is going to hit the phenomenal forearm, this time on Edge, and AJ is about to win. But then a new unknown member of Edge's faction will show up and distract AJ again for the loss. Maybe it's Ciampa, since he's been doing the same thing to Ali. Maybe it's Jinder, since him and Shanky are breaking up and he has kind of been a jobber recently. Or maybe it's even Cedric Alexander, since he seems to be showing some friction with MVP and who was without Shelton on Raw. Who knows? 
But there's a lot of possibilities. After the match, this person gets in the ring and the three members of Judgment Day beat down AJ again. But during the beatdown, it comes Finn Balor to the rescue. With all that being said, though, I don't trust WWE creative to come up with something this interesting. But I'm excited to see where this faction goes after they are done with AJ and now Balor. I foresee a tag team match with AJ and Balor versus Edge and Damian. If they are done with AJ after this match, what does AJ do? Who does he move on to for a feud? Alright, well, there's a whole lot to digest, so get ready. I got a rant coming. Let me start off with them. Start kind of towards the top of what you said. Now, with Edge, I love what he's doing, and I think he's doing everything right. Now, I know you saying that he's getting what you think is go-away heat or cheap heat, but guess what? This is what Becky Lynch should have been doing when she first turned heel. Edge is beloved by the fans. Edge will get cheered if he doesn't do this. He is making sure to get the reaction that he needs. Now, as he progresses with the Judgment Day fraction, you will start getting the depth that you're looking for because he's established himself as a heel. But he must establish himself as a heel. He's a Hall of Famer. He's beloved. Everybody loves Edge. Everybody loves his freaking theme song. They do. They live for this crap. And I they hate do. it. It I was know. garbage to me. Same. I puked it. But <laughs> I can go with this. I can latch on to this. And guess what? The crowd's not saying what is go away heat. They trying to mess him up, and he messed them back up when he fed into it because them, the dumb hicks in Greensboro, South Carolina can't keep up with what he's saying, so he repeated it for him, and he got heat for it. He turned around what they did on themselves. He's the master of it. Now, as, as far as the group goes, uh, Miss Casual Wrestling fan and Mr. Casual Wrestling fan both have Edge going over. Vegas has AJ Styles going over. I don't know what's next for AJ. You know, I kind of feel like they, they could do a rubber match with Edge as well. But once again, it's hard to tell. You could end it here with third member and just start going rubber the rush shot and just start judging everybody. I don't know. Do you know what's next for AJ? Mm-mm. Well, hey, we'll find out after uh, Backlash. But let's continue with the letter. One feud I think will end up Backlash will be the feud between Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. I hope so. This story has pretty much ran its course. Mm -hmm. And Madcap is ready for his singles run without Corbin involved. This should be a fun match because Corbin is a fantastic worker and Madcap is really fast and aggressive in the ring. They should work really well together. I don't have much to say about this match other than I'm ready to see Madcap get his push and compete at a higher level. I got something to say about this match pre-show. (laughs) <laughs> pre-show. Yeah. No, I want to see this crap. I'm tired of this match. Now, I picked Madcap. Miss Casual some fan picked um, Happy Corbin. I did. Vegas picked Madcap. So, I guess Vegas agrees with you on that one. But, hey, this like I said, for me, it's pre-show match. It's, it's filler. Yeah. So, yeah. Continue. Another match I don't have much to say about is Bobby Lashley versus Omos. I love that they are all in with Bobby being a babyface right now. It seems to fit better than being a heel. And he seems more comfortable. He's got some new entrance music added. And some more pyro, too. So they're building him up again. MVP is doing a great job as Omos's mouthpiece. Which is great because I can't understand anything Omos is saying. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) 
But I do think Omos needs a lot more work overall, both in-ring and with promos. So I do hope to see some new stuff from him during this match. I'm kind of over this feud, though, considering Bobby already won their match clean at WrestleMania and won the arm wrestling match also. So, really, what more is there to tell us about with this story? MVP seems almost like an idiot telling Bobby is nothing as Bobby wins matches against Omos and now Cedric Alexander. If Bobby wins, we can all say, well, that was expected because we've seen it for a month and he's already beaten Omos. If Omos wins, then we will all be like, wait, how can he beat Bobby when he's already lost to him? That makes no sense. What I do think will happen is Bobby will be Omos again and MVP will announce his return to in-ring competition and will say, I'll show you how it's done, Omos, and challenge Bobby to a match. At least that's what I hope will happen, LOL. Well, I'm going to say this. Excuse me. I honestly, I, I I hear what you're saying, and I and and uh, you know I'm with you. But the difference here is when Bobby beat Omos, MVP was not at Omos's corner. Mm-mm. When Bobby beat Omos in an arm wrestling match, Omos beat him up pretty badly after the fact. So the arm wrestling match didn't matter. The only thing you seen was MVP tell him to kill him and crush him is what he said <laughs> verbatim. Crush him. So he crushed him. Um, and, and even beating Cedric Alexander, that's not a exceptional win. Right now, Bobby is nothing without MVP. So, I I predict an Omos win. Miss Casual Wrestling fan predicts an Omos win. And Vegas predicts an Omos win. So, guess what? Here at Podcast Backlash, we calling this match a lock for Omos. That's right. So, smart money, house money, casual wrestling fan money is on Omos. But, um, let's continue with your letter. The last match to discuss... And the most controversial is the six-man tag team match between RK-Bro and Drew McIntyre versus Usos and Roman Reigns. Now, we were all expecting this to be a four-man tag team match for the unification of the tag team titles. And we have good reason for expecting that, because that's the story they've been telling us for three weeks now. Mm-hmm. What is the deal with the swerve? We all wanted this match, so why is WWE taking it away from us? I guess it's possible that... On the last SmackDown just before Backlash, they could change the matchup again. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've been wanting to see Roman and Drew feud for years now, ever since Drew lost his title. And I think this is a great way to introduce the feud. But don't sell me for three weeks on a tag team unification match that we all desperately want to see and then take it away a week before the PLE. What were, what are you doing, WWE? I think that this sudden change in combination with the random promo with Shinsuke a month ago, plus the lack of Roman over the past four weeks not being on both shows as a split champion, is all proof that they had no idea what to do with Roman after WrestleMania. I think they had zero plans and are just making all of this up on the spot. I would really hate for that to be the true, especially considering this story involves your biggest WWE stars. Includes both your current tag team champs and, oh, I almost forgot, your unified WWE Universal Championship currently holding two championships, Roman Reigns. I had expected that after WrestleMania, with Roman holding two titles on two brands, 
I thought we would see Roman parading around both shows and gloating about his success to a new level that we haven't seen before. And it would and it would border on overexposure and go away heat. We have gotten the opposite really. Roman's attendance has been sparse and hasn't even wrestled yet since WrestleMania. I don't expect to see him wrestle twice a week, but I do expect to see him often since he's holding the two most important titles for both brands. It's killing Raw to not have any big titles for people to fight over. Personally, I would have liked to have seen them go a different route. I think they should have had the tag team unification match as promoted, with Roman and Paul watching at ringside. The Usos almost lose the titles, but then Roman has to get involved and cause RK-Bro to lose somehow. Then, Roman gets pissed off that he had to get involved and he attacks Riddle and beats him down really bad. Then Randy gets mad about Roman beating up his best friend and challenges Roman to a match. And the two of them start a feud. With Riddle talking... I mean, with Riddle taking a short break from TV... He needs it. He's been working a lot and taking most of his hits for Randy. The Usos are free to defend their unified titles on either brand. And then Randy could have short feud with Roman. That way, they could hold off on the Roman-Drew feud until either SummerSlam or even the Clash at the Castle happening in Wales. Where it makes more sense and the timing will seem better. In the meantime, Drew can have a good feud with Gunter... Gunter and help build him up in his new role on the main roster. It's a good rub up against Drew, but not a championship level rub for Gunter. Gunter. <laughs> Side note, I think Gunter, Gunter is beyond these squash matches. He's better than this. Leave that crap for your haha. Gunter. <laughs> I know this is a crazy plan, but at least it's a plan for long term booking. It doesn't seem WWE has a plan for long-term Brooklyn right now. And also, maybe they decided to drop the tag team unification title match because they realized, with Roman being such a great example, that they don't know how to book unified champions on both brands. And the tag team divisions would become an absolute mess. Not that it isn't already a mess, which it is, haha. Because you see Raw teams showing up on SmackDown and vice versa. And also the Street Profits keep towing the line every week. And we can't tell if they are heels or babyface. But we know that they are supposed to be the next team in line after the unification match. So now that they will continue to feud with Alpha Academy. Okay, I know. I just gave you a lot to digest. And we could go in circles talking about this whole six-man tag team situation. But please tell me how you feel about this match. And if you think WWE could have done it differently. And how so. Alright, here we go. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut, sir. Detroit Kyle. Give it to you. Eight mile style. Ha <laughs> ha. Alright. First, the biggest problem I have with the unification match changing... Is because Roman Reigns told the Usos to go to Raw and go win the belts, bring the belts home, and then when you when you get yeah. there for the contract signing, Roman Reigns come out there and say, Nah, nah, ah, ah. <laughs> ain't none of that. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
Uh huh. Like, that really? was it. That was a swerve. How are you gonna tell him to do something and then say, "No, nah, we're not doing that no more." I changed my mind. I don't want the gold. Well, he's a chief. He can change. His I mean, mind. he can. Don't get me wrong. He can. But you know, I don't like the swerve. I really was looking forward to the unification. And if it was in my world, it would have been the Usos versus RK Bro unification because we built it. Usos would have won due to Roman interfering. It would have been Roman Reigns versus Shinsuke Nakamura I agree. for the belt. Jessica would have lost due to the Usos helping Roman. And after, as they beat them down, Drew would have came out to say Shinsuke to set up their feud with Roman Reigns. That's how I would have booked it. And that's, that's me. How about you, Miss Cash Wrestling fan? Sounds good to me, honestly. Uh, who did he say going to win the match? We went through all this back and forth. Did you ever pick a winner, Detroit Kyle? No. Not exactly. All right. But, but you made good points. We oh, great it. point. All right, let me get a couple more. One more point. I'm sorry. Real quickly. I'm sorry. So, um, bum, 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 because you made a good point here. About Gunther. Yeah. Gunther is past squash matches. Real fast. I'm going to be honest. He is past squash matches. I want to see him get some, some real meat. Uh, yeah. The Street Profits are kind of torn in line, but I like it. I wouldn't mind for the Street Profits to go heal. I'm okay with that, aren't you? They seem more better at being healed, to be completely honest. Like, I like their dirty sides. You know me. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, you're a heel person. I'm a heel. I'm a heel. Now, as far as them, uh, what they're going to do with Roman, I don't know. I mean, now, as far as Roman wrestling, now, you know, even when Roman was just uh, universal, he only wrestled at PLEs or dark matches. Mm -hmm. I mean, he never really wrestled on TV. And if it was, it was brief or he just beat up somebody. But, um, yeah, you made some really good points right there. We're going to keep going with your letter here in 3, 2, 1. To conclude, these are the only six official matches announced for Backlash so far. But what matches do you think they could add on SmackDown just before the PLE? Oh, shoot. Let me think of some SmackDown superstars real quick. Who could they add? I don't know. I mean, Lord have mercy. Oh, you might, oh, oh, they could do something with the Easty Boys. You know what I mean? Sheamus and, and Butch and them versus New Day. I can see that happening. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, do 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 do. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Ricochet might get an intercontinental mm-hmm. match. All right, sorry. Keep going. Sorry, guys. I know I'm I'm all windy too. <laughs> we have so many storylines going on right now. Do we see Ko and Ezekiel have a match? That's Does good. Becky and Oscar have a match? That's a good one. Or give rival promos? Do we get to see? Either the U.S. or the Intercontinental titles get defended. Does Bianca know. defend her title or have a contenders match? Does Sonya defend her job as a WWE official? Does Veer, Gunter, and Raquel Gunther. Rodriguez get to squash another known name? Does Liv get her match with Rhea? What are they doing with the New Day versus Fight Night with Butch? The Easty Missing. <laughs> And finally, does the boss and Glow defend their titles against Shayna and Natalia, which hasn't been officially announced yet? There are so many possibilities. What would y'all want to see a backlash? I am so looking forward to what you both think. All right, now I can say this: I can show go for. <laughs> I can show go for. Um, who did you say? You said a good one. All right, Ezekiel Ko. I'm for that. Yeah. His name is Ezekiel. I like that. I could do Becky Oscar. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. And I'm for, I'm for Bianca. Bianca would want a match too. Yeah. 
I'm totally with those. So yeah, any of those. Now I'm not for Leah. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm not a Leah fan. I hope uh, hope Rhea squashes her. Oh, gosh. How about that? Thank you again for reading our emails and giving us your thoughts. This podcast family is great, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Speaking of that, I think it would be fun if we were to relate the podcast here, Archie. Hi, I mean, Archie. hi, Archie. Sorry, guys. To WWE Superstar Championships. I would assume we give Matt the title of the head of the table and the tribal chief. Our unified WWE Universal Champion, Matt. Right? I guess. That seems like a given. <laughs> if that well, is true. Well, hold on, Paul. No, it don't. Wouldn't Matt be Vince McMahon? Yes. Yeah. So, how about that? Yeah. yeah. He's right. the promoter. Next. If that is true. Then so, who- it's not true then, sir. Detroit Cal is not true. Now you got to pick a champ. Then who do we relate Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fans to? Are you the Usos on the podcast? <laughs> no, that, that's lovely. Okay, I'll take that because you know why? Because we the twos and you the ones. And are the right-hand man and woman to Matt? Come on. Who holds the Raw Tag Team Championship? These are the rankings as I see them. I like But that. please tell me what you think. I'm with it. Matt as the unified champ? No. Mr. and Mrs. Hold on. Uh, no. No. Matt cannot be the unified team. Huh? He's Vince McMahon. Well, this is his prediction. Well, he's got to pick somebody else. All right. You heard that. Mr. and Mrs. as your Raw Tag Team champs. Okay. I'm with that. You with that? I like it. You, can we take that? Yeah. We agree? All Let's right. take it. You know why? Why? we the twos. And you the nah, ones. Nah, Because you the twos and we the ones. That's right. All right. Oh, man, I messed it up. Huh. Michael Ritter and John C. are your SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Makes sense. Mimi B. is your Raw Women's Champion. I disagree. You should have made her the AEW Women's Champion. Grace <laughs> is your SmackDown Women's Champion. Grace, I hope you have a have a women's wrestling show. Well, I'm about to say her, ain't her, her favorite is Becky, so you should have made her the Raw Champ. Keep going. Keep going. Michael Gross is your U.S. Champion. Anthony DiMarco is the Intercontinental U.S. Champion. Zach Smith is your NXT Champion. Kanye Twitty and the Mean Lions are your NXT Tag Team Champions. <laughs> I hope this starts a bunch of feuds and controversy in the podcast family of hosts. Ha ha ha. But in all seriousness, I love you guys. And I love the podcast. And keep up the great work. DJ Kyle. P.S. The genesis of Champions wanted to say that he acknowledged the current title holders of the hosts of the WWE podcast and your current positions of power. But don't get too comfortable. The Genesis brings new beginnings to all, including those in charge. None of you are above him. He is the creator of all creations, the author of authority, the manufacturer of mortality, and the primary promo of this show and the antecedent to all. Your title reigns will be Continuous and short-lived, so prepare for new beginnings. Don't you sound like Edge? Ain't that who we sound like? Yeah, Edge. <laughs> and then she gonna say, gonna sit on your mountain of omnipotence. But we like that, don't we? Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Detroit Kyle, great letter, and we go. Thank end, you. And we go end the show with our predictions for WrestleMania Backlash. So we're gonna start off with Happy Corbin. Versus Madcap Moss. Who you got? Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin. I chose Madcap Moss and Vegas went with Madcap Moss. Next is Bobby Lashley versus Omos. 
Who you got? Omos. And I got Omos. And Vegas has Omos. And we say that one's a lock. So let's go on next to AJ versus Edge. Who do you have? Edge. Woo! And I got Edge as well. But Vegas has AJ Styles as the favorite. So shout out to AJ. And we're going to move on to Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Who do you got? Seth Rollins. And I jumped on the bandwagon with you, Seth Rollins, and Vegas agrees with you as well with Seth Rollins. And we're going to continue with the bloodline, Roman Reigns and the Usos versus RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. Who do you have? Bloodline. Bloodline, we the ones. And unfortunately, I had to pick RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. And the favorites are Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. And lastly, we're going to Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship in a I Quit match. Who do you have? Charlotte Flair. We got Charlotte Flair, the queen. I chose, unfortunately, Ronda Rousey. And Vegas has Charlotte Flair as your favorite. So we hope everybody's getting ready for backlash and yes. ready for all the fallout that's going to happen because next time you hear from us, we'll be at the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view, well, excuse me, P-L-E mailbag takeover that's show. That's right. We got to come up with a cool hashtag like podcast backlash. Mm-hmm. But we want to thank everybody for writing in to us. We want to let everybody know if you want to write in, all you got to do is email madbag at wwbpodcast.com. And you got anything to leave our listeners with? Uh, it was always a pleasure talking to you guys and reading your wonderful emails. And we look forward to next time. That's right. And the next time you hear from us, we'll be here on the sale week. Until then, we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show or head to wwepodcast.com and for all of these shows ad free head over to patreon.com slash wwe podcast until then we'll see you next time